Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Everybody, walk on. My name is Adonis Arbig. Adonis Arbigram. Good fucking night. Me they just want to come chat with you and make you know say you know. My daddy, I take care of me. I me eat enough oxtail and breadfruit. All right, you ain't fucking fool for that. <laughs> Not this baby Jamaican accent. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I just. I why is Adonis' Jamaican accent better than because Drake's? Why wouldn't Adonis? Adonis has to be from like Mo Bay or like. Okay. He's off the coast. All right. Sure. I don't, I don't know where that is, but I'm so mad at you right now. Hi. I really thought I was about to do my Golden Go Girls. Go do it. No, tell, totally do it. So, <clears throat> I did look up a Golden Girls uh, quote this week. Wasn't that much of a task, actually, because I just got to watch a bunch of episodes till I found one that I wanted to use. Perf. So, here it goes. Are you ready? I am. Well, I do believe you're right. Oh, don't worry about it, honey. Nobody will notice. It looks so different on a woman with a full bosom. <laughs> okay. Now, mm-hmm. this is one of two people. Okay. Now, the thing is, I'm going to vote. Wow, I can't believe you got me. Yes. Oh, man. Straight out the gate. I know I, I, know I recognize the line. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to think of which one of the two said it. It has to be Rose because Rose always makes jokes directed to Blanche about being, like, having a bigger chest. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the things that she would always give, like, Blanche, like, slight shade for mm-hmm. was, like, her having, you know, big boobs. But... Blanche was also sometimes quite confident of the rack she had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. Both of these are true. Who's your final answer? Oh, God. Oh, my my <laughs> reputation is on the line. All right. Fine. You got me. I am going to go with... Rose. It is Rose. Thank you. And she was talking to Blanche. 
<laughs> Thank you, God. I'm so happy for you. Now for your trivia question. Okay, I know you did not forget that. Um. Okay. Well, what is the trivia question? I feel like if if I struggled with that, I don't even know. I was gonna say. So so the trivia question is: Do you know what in this episode? Um, the girls were fighting. They were they had teamed up against each other. <laughs> there were two teams playing against each other. Yes. Do you know what sport they were playing, and in what uh, and what this line is referencing? <laughs> <laughs> they were bowling. Yes. <laughs> I'm so mad you know it. <laughs> <laughs> they were bowling, and now that you. Asked that question, I remember what she was talking about. She was talking about the um, the bowling like shirt or blouse or whatever you would call it that like uh, Blanche had like a I guess a custom one made, mm-hmm. and Rose and Sophia teamed up and had the same ones on. <laughs> yes, and so she was all pissed about it, and that's what she was talking about. Yes. It looks better on a woman with a fuller bosom. <laughs> and then they did this little shaky yes. movement when she looked. Ooh, Blanche was pissed, and Dorothy was like, "She's just trying to get under your skin." And then Rose called Sophia Ma. Yeah. And she was like, bitch, what? (laughs) (laughs) Rose was cutthroat in that episode. She really was. She wanted to win that fucking game. With competition. She didn't give a fuck. She's very competitive. I've always loved that, like, like one of the small things about her character was that anything that had to do with competition, it was like a complete switch in her personality. 100%. She was completely cutthroat. Well, look at you. You did it. Your reputation is intact. Amen. Proud of you. That was was season one, episode seven absolutely i went back and watched the pilot forgot all about that little gay housekeeper they had and got rid of her really quick i, I feel like the audience was like we don't need no thanks we don't need her we the rest need of the them are great right right never came so back. but yeah congratulations to you and Yay! welcome everybody back to the read i i don't know who i am i'm still shook off of that adonis impersonation I honestly i wasn't so ready what the fuck Pending premiere. You know it's around the corner. Adonis is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought we was gonna see him in an Adidas commercial or something. But I really, I mean, Pusha like, didn't have no we'll time get for to that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, just yeah. ruins the whole role, right? Right. But right. okay, well, I am. Um, I don't even know. Oh man, I'm Adonis's personal shopper. I need to think. Oh, I can't think of anybody. There's so many. I am um, Angela Bassett. Just because, why the hell not? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll just be her. You could have, you should have been Serena Williams' uh, jumpsuit. You know what? I should have. Isn't isn't it like a new clothing line or something? I think it's Nike. Is it something? I don't yeah, know what one, it is. Yeah, this one that she won the, the Grand Slam in just a second ago. Oh, right, and she did. She won her first. I don't know what it's first Grand Slam match go. since having her baby. Yeah, and she has this cat suit on that does have a Nike checker. <laughs> and was a cat suit. <laughs> and it looks like your ass. She honestly looks like she should be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love and it. like I saw Shonda Rhimes retweeting it, talking. She's part of my Black Excellence, by the way. Okay, I saw Shonda Rhimes retweeting it. Like so, Nike winner. The rest of the girls mm-hmm. getting yeah. these because. I want I one. I need it, actually. I'm also a badass mom that would like to be mm-hmm. fucking the game up in the catsuit. Right, so. right. Not going to look nothing like Serena in it, but I do still want one. <laughs> Have Thank your you people so much. hit mine. I need it right now. Please, Nike. Thank you so much. Um, as well as uh, that first Grand Slam win, she also won doubles with her sister. Of course she did. Venus and... I mean, of course we're she talking did. about <laughs> right. the Williams Serena. sisters right. um, Venus and Serena won their first Grand Slam doubles match since 2016 
I like how since 2016, like, girl, that was all of a year and a half ago. Yeah, just some change. <laughs> like, maybe it's like a break. Oh, I just know Olympia was somewhere smiling like, that's the mommy I have. No, you could do it, sis. So proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for this. Olympia said, I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was rolling, but I told y'all niggas. I cannot. <laughs> so, yes, they fucked the French open up. Uh, duh, obviously. And white women went home pissed. Same what else things. is new, right? Same also, Black day. Excellence this week, um, an 89-year-old woman born in rural North Carolina, CBS News says, her name is Ella Washington, and she just graduated uh, from the Liberty University. Okay. Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Oof, Lynchburg, no, Lord. That I mean, sound like it's for us. named Isn't it? that the school Trump did the graduation speech at? Liberty University. That sounds like some Republican bullshit. Please Google that. I don't Ooh, really know. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not holding that against. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, well, that has nothing to do with this lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ella just earned an associate degree in interdisciplinary studies and plans to pursue her bachelor's degree in history at the school, Liberty University in Virginia. It says that she first enrolled online back in 2012. And she said of her degree, education will help you make the best life for yourselves and those who come after you. Um, nice. So just a story. I actually saw another story of... Um, an older black man, I believe, who just got a degree somewhere also. Like, so just proof. When you're 89, getting a degree in history is just like remembering things that yeah, happened right? over the course of your lifetime. She's like, oh, I got this, bitch. This is going to be easy. I, I think like she probably is just like, I really want to get a bachelor's degree in history so I can correct these books. <laughs> right. So I can go back and be like, mm, this isn't how. Ella, this number, number seven happened. is wrong. No, no actually, you're you wrong. are the wrong one. <laughs> You and your white man book are incorrect. And I'm here to let you know. Yes. Today. And shout out to everybody who let us know that there are lots of schools that do uh, degree programs where you can get a master's and a, a JD. I had no idea from that mm. man last week. I was like, what? That's possible. But a lot of y'all are um, a lot smarter than we are. I don't We're know like, things yeah. about school. <laughs> right. We don't know anything I about didn't school. didn't try. So. I was just so bad. <laughs> so you have, to, you have to let us know about school things. So, But still very impressive for that young man last week and for this lady this week. Congrats to her. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me 
to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so uh, this week in a section called, I have one of two great choices, I feel like. (laughs) Hot Tops. Holes. Really? And you are down. (laughs) (laughs) This one took himself out with that. It was really that. Not the beloved children's <laughs> movie. <laughs> it was a book first. I've been going for just books. Okay. All right. All right. Um, it was either that or the bottom on the train. <laughs> but it just whole spoke to me. Well, all right. I like the bottom on the train. Um. All right. So first, uh, this is going to mean next to nothing to you, but it shook me to my foundation. So. It's been uh, in the news for a while that they're remaking uh, the superhero comic book film Spawn. This has nothing to do with Marvel okay. or DC. All right. Um, but Spawn is like a black anti-hero sort of thing. I know of him. My history is more from the, I think, 96, 97 movie starring Michael Jai White and John Leguizamo. Um, long story short, you never going to watch it. Uh, basically about okay. a nigga I feel like worked for the CIA or the, some sort of feds. I don't know. And uh, he gets murdered, uh, sells his soul to the devil or some demon, <laughs> comes back all fucked up and demonic-like and with superpowers and fuck shit up. That's the best I could give you. Uh, well, I'm Googling it now. and uh, You're right. I'm never going to look at this. Yeah, you don't need to. Especially because I believe that this one is supposed to be, this new movie is supposed to be darker and scarier or oh, whatever like no. that. The first one was like not great. I mean, I was a child, maybe nine, ten when it came out. It says it received so it negative reviews. I thought it was fantastic, but I was a child right. and didn't know anything about anything. And I also weirdly liked to scare myself at that age. Like, I liked scary things, and then I would get nightmares and hate myself. I was weird. <laughs> See, anyway. I would get nightmares and be like, I'm never looking at that shit again. I loved scary movies. Oh, I still do. No. Um, so they announced yesterday that they have cast the role of Spawn. Um, Jamie Foxx will be playing the titular character uh, is that bad i'm so bored here's the thing okay so 
Todd McFarlane, I believe, is the name of the guy who created the Spawn comic book. I believe he's like directing and writing this new movie. So people are excited because it's like, oh, yay, new Spawn movie and the creator's making it awesome. I feel like Todd is one of those white people who doesn't have like a very strong range of black actors in their mental Rolodex. Okay. Or whatever you want to call <laughs> All right, it. Right, gotcha. Because Jamie Foxx is just such a boring choice to me. Like, it's not that he's incapable. I don't really like Jamie Foxx in superhero or badass roles. Like, I thought he was terrible in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I didn't like him in Baby Driver. I didn't like him in Horrible Bosses. Did not see any of these movies. Miami Vice was just wretched. That wasn't just his fault, though. Um, just whatever. Okay. Nigga can act. Very talented. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's that. We're never going to forget Ray. I, We're never, ever. That's... Ever gonna let Ray go? Never going to happen. <laughs> not ever. Um, I don't know. It's just it's not that like he can't do it. I just feel like there are like more exciting, edgier directions than like Travante said. No, nobody called him. Nobody Ooh. like he would have been my first choice when they said we're remaking Spawn. I said, well, yes. did I know? Was this before Moonlight? I feel like I heard about this after Moonlight came out. At some point in my life during this <laughs> remake of Spawn discussion, I know I said. Travante Rhodes needs to be the first person that they call. Please make it happen. Make it so it needs to be the thing. So the fact that that is not what I'm getting, I feel <laughs> disrespected. I feel slighted. Um, I feel disrespected <laughs> as like a person and a man and like a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not that deep into Spawn lore, so I really shouldn't speak. But I just feel like it was a better idea. But even after, I mean, they couldn't call Mahershala or like... Oh, Mahershala fine, too. They couldn't call, like, even Michael Jai White could have done it again, in my motherfucking honest-ass opinion. Billy Brown, the nigga who plays Nate on How to Get Away with Murder, I could have oh. done it. I feel like they could have uh, got, what's his name? Um, is it Elon Noel? Daniel from Insecure? Oh, yeah. I think it's Elon. I think that's Elon? Like, I don't know how you pronounce it. Fine as hell as well. That's his name. <laughs> Woo! Mighty fine. Child, hey, bring it secure back. Mm, did you see that GQ photo shoot? I did see the GQ I said, photo well, shoot. Oh, damn. Show us all of those fellas right. and oh, people doing okay. great things over there. August. Come quick. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Hurry your ass. Um... So I'm just, I'm not, I'm not moved by this choice of this decision at all. And I want y'all to know that right now from the bottom of my heart. And I just need to get that off my spirit. Okay. Well, in other movie news, I finally went and saw Breaking In. And I didn't, I think it was bad. I the Gabriel it. Uni movie, yeah. right? I told you it wasn't terrible. It could have been. What I said continuously <laughs> was, it could have been better. There were so many, I feel like it set that movie set itself up to have like really dope like reveals and stuff that it just did it. Am I making like? Am I well, wrong? Well, there was a couple moments where I was like, I don't understand how this happened. Like when they were trying to escape in the truck, and then magically they were not in the truck no more, and they were running back to the house. I was like, <laughs> How did y'all get out the truck without none of us seeing that happen? I, didn't I don't get know. that part. My whole but thing was you like, know, I'm scared easily, so it had me shook the whole time. I was um, just very jumpy and nervous, and like, Oh God, everybody's gonna die. I mean, I knew that they were not going to die, and nothing was gonna happen to that girl's kids. So that that helps with that. I was more so interested in like who is. 
your daddy and why can you do ninja things across the stairs? Oh, like, yeah. What's the history about that? I thought that they were going to be like, so her daddy was like an assassin who fucking like trained her very harshly at the age of five and she's got like fucked up mental health issues where she doesn't even remember that she has these ninja-like abilities and like she's going to have to face the fact that her dad was a horrible like and it yeah. was just nothing. I mean, I know he was some kind of criminal and that's why he had all that cash in his house. But, but how the fuck a nigra <laughs> got a big ass technologically advanced house yeah, like that? Yeah, it was a lot going And we're on. just not going to talk about who he is. Yeah, that's true. But I did like that even once Gabrielle Union's husband and the kid's daddy showed up way late in the movie. That nigga did not come to save the day. He it was never not. about that. Gabrielle and that daughter saved yeah. that whole family. It that was little never. boy had his one moment. He did. He had his one moment. <laughs> and shout out to his drone because his drone helped out a lot. Where's mom? <laughs> we don't. I don't fucking. I'm in the same position as Get you. Your I have no idea where mom is. In that panic room. <laughs> I was like, it shut has your to be mouth. A panic room in this house. Just get them fucking kids in there. But I enjoyed it. You know, I was. I was shook the whole time. I said, well, all right, Gabrielle. I'm just saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, speaking of Gabrielle Union being Mary Jane, speaking of being Mary Jane, BT, speaking of BT. <laughs> Loving this reach. Definitely. <laughs> Can you feel it? Brand new day. Can you feel it? I can't feel it. So, um, Deborah Lee has stepped down as the CEO and chairman of BT. Uh, I believe her last day was this past Monday. She has uh, turned day-to-day oversight of the network over to one Scott M. Mills, who's taking over as president. And that is that. Um, Deborah, you know, thank you for for what you have done for the past... How long has she been? Since 86. Well, well, she was in... She's been there since 86. I think she was president since 96. A long-ass time regardless. A very, very, very long time. Mm -hmm. So much to do with BET today. You can thank Deborah Lee for that. You can thank Deborah Lee for that. Yep. So let's talk the future. (laughs) What do we want to see from BET now? I've got a lineup. Great. I want to see, and I've said this, I feel like, before. First of all, Fran needs a show. I think that Fran needs a lifestyle show. I'm thinking health. I'm thinking wellness of all kinds. Oh, Mental, yeah. physical, emotional, all her spiritual, natural bullshit. hair, all shit. Yep. nails, skin, all, shit. Yep. all of that. those things. Give her the budget. Let her produce. Send her out to places. And this is how they, you know, work on their chakras in <laughs> Bali. And this is the best way to yes. treat your natural hair in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And this is how I grow Vicom my should give you the money beans. for this. Yeah, they should. Okay. Give Fran that money. Give her that show. Shameless Maya. I'm also thinking lifestyle, but I'm thinking sort of maybe like sketchy. I'm thinking sort of relationshipy datey. I'm thinking woman on the street. Okay. You I know? like it. Um, they've already got Robin with a great night show, so they don't need to worry about that. Yes, make sure y'all bring Robin back and increase her budget and let her keep doing what she's doing <laughs> because Robin Thede's show is the best shit BET got on air, and that's no tea. No shade. <laughs> I feel like what's his uh Zoe? I am Zoe. Goddamn Zoe. You know that boy with the um he has dreads and he's always like making almost not really reactions, but he'll take like viral videos and he'll make it almost like he's FaceTiming them. You've seen him. Oh, before. that boy! Oh, I love him! Yes! I think he should have like a like a show like The Soup. 
You know, you remember that show? With, it was like Joel McHale with hosted that white it, boy? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like a green screen, and he oh, would he's just so do funny. like. Like, have him do, like, reactions to the latest yeah. viral videos, pop culture Definitely. stuff. Give him sketches and maybe, like, a roundtable section so he can have, like, other social media funny people. He is so people. funny. He gets it. Like, he, he knows he knows how to do comedy. Just hilarious. Jade, a hip-hop cooking <laughs> just show. Just gonna keep putting all of our Not just because, my, I mean, like, uh, like, a real trill, but not, like, stereotypical. Mm-hmm cooking show a very Brooklyn show with you know yes. how Tia is like here are my friends and I'm cooking them beets or whatever yeah. like but it's Jay, Jay can actually Tim's. cook well I'm not saying Tia Mori can cook I'm saying like Jay can like cook for real right. and have like like maybe Brooklyn stars and singers and upcoming folks and mm-hmm. other podcasters and, and stuff and obviously <laughs> right. Noah would have a segment right has to no, no actually Noah would have like a segment that's kind of like going into the final where she tastes everything first and oh, gives yeah. her mother the okay. Oh, like a Iron Chef type of thing, yes. maybe. I see what you mean. Like a chopped. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Yo. But Noah's the judge. Right, but Noah's like the only judge. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, is this as good as my mom's? Mm. Mm, don't. Don't. Or mommy, is this up to my standards? I can see I Noah doing either one, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, Loving this programming so far. Other than that, I would say two reboots. Rhapsody. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like there needs to be like a television show that really grasps onto hip hop culture, but like in a serious part. Like where else but black entertainment television should there be a rap show? And mm-hmm. at the moment, I think rap needs all the health and serious attention it could get. Okay. You know, they need somebody on there who's going to host it and produce it that is going to have rappers of all kinds, all ages, black, white, purple, gray, indigo, to come on there and ask them the real questions and keep it real with them. I'm feeling like low-key should produce it. Low-key of right, any right, Palooza right, beats right. one thing. Low-key, yeah. Maybe have a Mouse it's, Jones it's or somebody say Palooza now, I think. Oh, yeah, it is Deuce Yeah, Palooza. shout Let out to high. them for the... Oh, they're rich. Uh, right, right, right. Endless riches. <laughs> and then final... Suggestion. Hear me out. So I'm not going to like it. Cedar's world. Now listen. <laughs> I love Cedar. What are you talking about? This is perfect. <laughs> I feel like, you know, Cedar should come back with like a whole family now. Like Cedar should have like, oh, no. like a baby <laughs> or like Cedar should have like a six-year-old and, like, a man and, like, a whole situation. And they're not, like, always a part of it. But, like, Sita's grown. Sita's, like, she's just a tad older. You know what I'm saying? However, uh, digital people age. And she is, like, a little bit more refined but still ratchet. Okay. So she's, like, that relatable ratchet and not gum-popping. Let's give something mm-hmm. to MAGA for them to think peace. But the thing about Sita is that she, her job was to like introduce videos and stuff and we don't really need that anymore. But this is the thing to me, right? I feel like they could have a way to make the video part interesting still. Like, almost like how pop-up video, like you never really watched, I never really watched pop-up video for the video. I loved pop-up video. All the I watched random it for, facts and shit. Exactly. Like, why not do something like that where like Sita or one of her family members or something like that is commenting or reacting to this. You just gotta get somebody who 
is mm-hmm. funny, either the original voice actor or somebody who is equally funny and talented at voice acting to like do funny reactions and stuff. Because I think that, yeah, nobody watches TV to watch a music video. Right. No, so, Not, it's all on demand now. So, But you could do that in a way I think that is still engaging and funny. Maybe so. I think the only thing I would add is that they definitely need maybe a weekly political show. I'm thinking with Simone Sanders and Angela Rye. Yeah. Maybe like a Sunday morning type of thing, like how most of the mm-hmm. big networks have a, a political show like that where they can just be like, in case you've been busy, you know, with your kids and your man and your job and you haven't had time to look at every fucking thing right. Donald Trump did this week. You could just call it, here's the trash. <laughs> Yes, here's the trash with Simone Sanders and Angela Rye. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't live. (laughs) BT, listen to us. (laughs) Just give these people the money. I don't even want a handshake or a thank you or anything. I just feel like you should do it. Yeah, I just want BT to be a network that I like regularly tune into and am excited to watch again. So it's black entertainment television, and blackness has always been lit. But each and every year, it's just at an all time lit, and then even more, and then even like. Why black entertainment television should be the place. Mm-hmm. White people should be dying to be on black entertainment television. I haven't heard someone say, why isn't there a white entertainment television <laughs> in years? <laughs> it's been too long. Now they're like, why isn't it? If it was called whitish, everybody would be mad. Well, girl, look at every other fucking sitcom. But anyway. Um, so I want to quickly discuss Amber Rose um, one more time. Amber Rose recently took to her Instagram uh, to give us a an emotional PowerPoint on all of the things that are lies being used by the media to twist the mother narrative. Um, I'm going to skip over most of the, I was the say, first I'm really few because I don't care about, by your dedication to Amber Rose. Um, she says that she has never. She said, I've never cheated on any of my exes. Literally never. I'm loyal, honest, and trustworthy. Some things just don't work out. I've never used anyone for money or clout. When I love, I genuinely love. Um, And I guess that is in reference to the rumors that she cheated on the 21 of the Savages. Mm -hmm. And also that she was being paid uh, by his label or management to pretend to be in love with him. I would like for Amber Rose to at least pretend <laughs> that she was being paid. Um, because it would, this, make, it would make that relationship make a lot more sense. It's so sad. Right. But you know what? <laughs> okay, sweetheart. I just want to discuss with you this comment that he left on somebody's Instagram um, when someone posted a headline. This is 21 Savage cut Amber Rose off after she allegedly cheated with his friend. He left a comment that says, that's cap. She would be dead. So once again, wow, pushing really? the idea that we can just do whatever with God, lies. I hate women. niggas. First of all, <laughs> the nerve, the audacity. Don't you brag about cheating? Like how? God, I hate niggas. Ugh. Like you would be dead if Amber, Amber Rose did not introduce you to the food pyramid <laughs> and like water. Right? <laughs> Didn't she introduce you to hydration and like sleeping and stretching? You wouldn't even have made it a twenty six savage just, if you didn't date this woman. God, ugh, man, like just... where do you get the nerve? This woman is sitting here pouring out her whole heart, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She did her all of it. She was taking pictures at Pride, talking about 
What did she say? Something with my flexing with my heart broken or something like that? Oh my God. Seriously? Over 21 Savage. You are so fine, Amber. You're so fine. It don't make no sense. And you have money and fame. I don't give a fuck what 21 Savage was doing with you. He just told the whole world that if you had cheated on him, your ass would be dead. And the nigga looks like a mitochondrian. (laughs) (laughs) He is Groot. I'm tired. Oh, my God. Not Groot. I know who that is. Oh, do you? I saw the movie. I oh, saw yeah, Infinity War. It's the mm. tree thing. The plant nigga. That was the worst version of him yet. Oh, he looks different in every movie? Well, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he was like, let's say, adult. And then something happened to him where he, like, died and was reborn, like, as a baby tree. So in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he was, like, a little tiny tree, but he was, like, it was like he was a baby. Okay. And now he's, like, a teenager, which is um, why he was playing Aren't we all ugly in adolescence? <laughs> sure. I feel like that's—they were smart to do that. <laughs> no, it was, like, right on the money. Yeah. <laughs> I just hated the attitude. I loved Baby Groot. Apparently everybody hated Baby Groot, but I didn't. Anyway, that's— not. Neither here nor there. Okay, right. The point is, 21 Savage, nigga, what? Men are so stupid with that double standard bullshit. You out here just gleefully sticking your dick in everybody you see, anybody you want to. But let it even be a hint of a rumor that Amber Rose fucked somebody else. And you talking about she would be dead. Dead? Like, it's not funny because niggas really do shoot women for shit like that. And much lesser. Exactly. All the time. On the everyday. So I just don't, God, I just, uh, men make it so hard to like them or support them at all. They just make it impossible. After she introduced her ass to Leafy Greens. Right. She's the one who got you regular Stupid again. You nigga. was shitting twice a week before you met Amber Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dye 40 was the number one component in your diet. And now look at you. God damn. Niggas are just trash. <laughs> now you know about whole grains and oats and shit. <laughs> right. Ungrateful bastard. Now, now your food don't come out of boxes and packages and you just... Pouches and now you brand new. Forgot where you came from. You were just adding water. Just and now you act trash, like. right? Ugh. Um. What's our time looking like? Okay, I we just have, want to talk about Steven Universe. Here. Oh damn. Okay. Only because we haven't yet. Right. And there's kind of a gap in things I'd give a shit. I'm about. not totally caught up. So. Oh, you're not. No. Okay. Well, then we're not talking about. Okay. It. I was gonna say Never I don't mind. know if this is going to be spoilerish, but you need. I have been dodging everybody. <laughs> like, how many episodes behind are you? It's a lot. It's a lot. Over ten. Yes. Over twenty. No. Not over 20. Okay, so you just need to do some work. I do. I do. But there's so much on. Queen Sugar just came back. and They're short. Netflix is putting everything out. There's a new season of Kimmy Schmidt. It's a, and Ali no. Wong special. You don't stand... No, okay, watch Ali Wong. You don't start anything new, series-wise, until you catch up with the okay, universe. Okay, I do it tonight. You need to watch it. Now, it's not... If you're, like, over 10 episodes behind, I don't know... But it's easy to catch up on Steven Universe. Yeah, it's not hard to catch up on Steven Universe. I'm just thinking if the gag for you, if you would have already... I mean, you've definitely already... Let me just stop talking. It's... Okay. Steven Universe is a brilliantly crafted, brilliantly written, wonderfully animated, Mm -hmm. fantastically (laughs) voice acted... (laughs) It's just such a great show. series. It's just perfect. It's so great. I love it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for new episodes to come out. Rebecca Sugar, please. We stand for you, girl. It's so good. What (laughs) a program. I need for this show to not be so... I feel like it's just still crazy underrated. I need 
motion f- pictures. I need more games. <gasps> yes. I need like. I need Japan to start working on an anime so that they can dub it so that it can come out in the next couple of years. Because Japan will just go ahead and do that. They did that to the Powerpuff Girls. Um, Where they took a cartoon that was already a cartoon and, and just they made, made like a Japanese? They made an anime version of it. But oh, American people do that shit all the time. I thought Steven Universe was already anime. No, it's not Japanese. Oh, well, I've been, I've been passing it off as my very anime. <laughs> fine. It's very anime-esque. Okay. It's very, very anime-inspired. Maybe that's why I like it so much. I don't know. Anyway, catch up as soon as possible, girl. I definitely will. Because the girls want us to talk about it as much as I want to talk about okay. it. Spoilers included. But I will. We got it next week. I, I have to watch the whole thing now over anyway because what a mighty gag. <laughs> Okay, don't tell me. All right, so moving on. Um, so yesterday, ABC canceled Clannish. I mean, um, uh, Roseanne. Same thing. That's gone. Yep, she's canceled. Um, okay, so let's talk about what this lumpy ass is. <laughs> she is really just a pile of shit. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, she made a tweet in reference to one of Barack Obama's former aides, mm-hmm. um, Valerie Jarrett. Yeah. And this is the tweet that she used to describe her. Uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Obviously, her initials. Right. Um, then she went into some whole other nonsense that had nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, somewhere, somebody must have hit her um, with a green bubble. You know, she doesn't get blue. And let her know, bitch, what the fuck what are you doing? What are you, doing? you up like, to? It's right. real over here. The girls are calling me. So mm-hmm. what the fuck did you do now? Right. So she decided to say, oh, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I'm truly sorry for making a bad joke and for being a horrible, terrible fucking person who doesn't deserve an inch of the fucking shit that I just got. And I don't even know how the fuck I got here besides being white and raggedy and dumb. And I'm lame and the joke wasn't even fucking funny in the first fucking place. And I'm a dumbass. Really wish that that was the actual statement. Um. So not too long after that, she and the rest of us got some statements. <laughs> From ABC. This is Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent. I've always loved that word. Repugnant. Also one of my faves. And inconsistent with our values. And we have decided to cancel her show. And that was pretty much that. Yeah, that was the whole statement. I'm like, y'all could have tweeted that really. It was that short. But that to the point. On one hand, ABC shouldn't have never brought Roseanne back in the first place. Because like I said before, she was publicly, openly racist before before they decided to reboot her ass. And, and like, they had already renewed it because it, it's doing really well. Right. It's like number one. It's not like the show was doing terrible. Yeah, doing no. It was doing great. Really MAGA well. loves it. So, <laughs> and I'm like, inconsistent with our values? So can we get that black How can episode? it be inconsistent with your values when you chose to bring her back in the first place? I don't get that. Like, it's not inconsistent with your values at all. It was just so bad that it couldn't be ignored. That's what it was. Right. But this isn't even the first time Roseanne has called a black woman an ape. She did the same thing <laughs> to Susan Rice in 2013, called her a man with big swinging ape balls. Right. Another Obama advisor, or I don't know if she was a, yeah, I think she was a national security <coughs> advisor. But still, it's just like, 
she does this and for white people to be on the internet talking about well I mean we all look like apes we're 96% related shut to up like, bitch girl, shut the fuck up <laughs> referring to black people as some variation of a monkey has been racist for as long as you motherfuckers have been here so just chill with the and dumb shit and you know that Right, and, and you, you know, know it. That. I don't even think Roseanne knows much, but I know she knows that. She does. And that's why she said it. And he... I'm sorry. No offense. Obviously, I have some kind of sense. But, like, it still wasn't funny. It wasn't even, like, what... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not it's even like, a good joke. It wasn't even, like, a well-crafted <laughs> racist joke. It was just terrible. It was just like a horrible thing that I feel like any dumbass Trump supporter who doesn't know about anything outside of the farm would say. You yeah. know, like it's just who who a Muslim, who who a nigger, like hey. like bitch. Who is this? Isn't even good. everything about this was just dumb and racist and foolish and like you just said, you've done this before. You've said it before talking about oh I should have known better and I don't know how I da, 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 da. yeah you should because you've done you this before. Definitely you should this have isn't... known better, but you don't because you're just a fucking racist. And you really didn't expect. For ABC to come through. Not your number one show. You did not think they was gonna snatch your number one show. Actually, never mind. Right, and I don't feel bad for all them people. I don't feel bad for her fellow actors. I don't feel bad for the writers. I feel bad for the no name ass people who worked on that show. Thank you. The grips and thank you. The camera operators. Like I feel bad for those people who really just shuffle around to whatever show they get assigned to. I do not feel sorry for Sarah Gilbert, Lori Metcalf, and John Goodman. Fuck all of them. They knew who they were signing up to work. I do not feel bad for Wanda Sykes. They knew who they were signing up to work with and they chose to do it any goddamn way. So you really can't be surprised that a woman who is racist down to her very fucking core said something that got all y'all fired. You just can't. Woo! <laughs> and got the rerun snatched too. So let me tell you something, bitch. I know they're livid because <laughs> right. how long have said, they been getting them checks? Like, <laughs> not the reboot and my residuals, yes, bitch, and the syndication hoe. Paramount took it off of CMT, which CMT don't air nothing but Roseanne and Reba all day. Every day. So she's like, like, shit, man. It's there, bad. It's off Hulu. It's bad. All of the girls are taking it. Like, and I, just like everything that you just said, I completely agree with. Like, I could not bring myself to feel bad for the cast and writers and stuff like that because I'm thinking to myself, how many of them would have been saying how disappointed they are and this does not, you know, reflect their values and all of that stuff if the show hadn't got canceled? If she right. would have just said that and people right. would have been like, oh, my God, Roseanne is still racist. And they would have been like, all right, oh, well, well, nobody would have said a motherfucking thing. <laughs> right. Nothing. So I don't want to hear it. I do feel bad for all of those people who are just the motherfuck going to work and have to shuffle yes. around to the different shows and stuff like that now. And don't give a good cold fuck about Roseanne or this reboot or whatever. <laughs> right. They're just trying to feed their motherfucking kids. Right. And now they're out of a goddamn job because right. this bitch couldn't stop being racist. Right. Those are the only people. And maybe the little black girl. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> I do feel bad. <laughs> but I didn't I watch anything past that first episode. I, I did watch the first episode, just to be fair that. about it. But 
that was it. I knew that I was not going to be able to support that bullshit. So I'm very glad to see it canceled, even though ABC, again, should have never brought it back. So y'all giving that black There's woman that. all that credit. It just doesn't really I don't really have any for her, but over. nice to see you, lady. Hi. Right? Like, it's just like, now y'all decided to do the quote-unquote right thing? Like, she's been racist. For years. So it just, you don't get cookies for that. But at least it's canceled now. And this whole direction of the show and all of her, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be a bigot attitude right. was like on full display before the show came out when they were like, hey, we're doing a Roseanne reboot. Here comes Roseanne like, I love Trump and you niggas can eat my clit. Like, it was kind of like <laughs> she hasn't really been shying away from this right. at all before, during, or after this season. So, like... Really, the gag here is that the show got chopped, and I don't think anybody expected that to actually Hell no, happen. I definitely didn't. I thought they were just going to be like, oh, well, you know how she is, and just keep it pushing. But you write about Blackish. Dion Cole was like, so y'all going uh, to air our episode that y'all I mean, snatched? I'd love to see or it not? talking about values. And- we definitely... Would love to see that hit the airwaves. So I want to watch where it. Is our, I do, too. I would love to see it. It's about the NFL thing, right? Or police brutality, yeah. something. I would love to see it. The kneeling thing. That's what it is. The Kaepernick thing. So I would love for ABC to be like, you You know what? You're right. Like, let us make this even more right than what we did before. It's aired as like a special between seasons. I'm ready to see right. it. Right. I mean, you could just put it. You could just anytime. You could just, just hey girl, <laughs> release it on the app even if you want to. Ooh, I don't care. Can you imagine the white pissivity? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Tiki Torch is going to be sold out nationwide. Release it when the NFL season starts up again. Do that. <laughs> Release it during the first week My of the regular season. My people will literally burn season. this place down. No, ABC, that's what the fuck y'all need to do. Sit on it all summer and release it right then. It's never going to get that real. I wish. Please. They need to. I dare you. They I need double to. dog dare you. <laughs> yes, double dog. Do so you know when you're serious. <laughs> okay, so fuck Clannish. Let's move on to the last thing I have on here, which is this baby barf of a mess that is Pusha T, aka Good Music Coolio, versus Drake. This has been so, so much. This is like when, like, it's the kind of mess that's like when you're changing a child's diaper. Like, I'm not trying to be punny or anything here with the baby references or... You just know, like, when, like, that, like, attack shit that a baby takes, where it's just on everything. Like, how is it on your neck? You know, like... One time, my nephew shit up his back. (laughs) I said, how? And that's, like, a thing they do. I just went and held his ass under the faucet. Like, how do you even... (laughs) What the fuck is this? I'm just gonna rinse your ass off. Right. What the fuck happened? (laughs) So... Where do I even begin? (laughs) Oh, man. The story starts with... What's his album called? Okay, no, it goes back really far. Oh, well, okay. No, I meant this current iteration of it. (laughs) I'm just going to try and catch people up for those, because I actually had to look it up. I know that there has been this whole, oh, push a Drake, like bubbling thing for years. Yeah, that's been going on for years, right? It's like, when is that just going to jump off? And I really did not remember where any of it... Uh, started. So I recently decided to search for a timeline of the Pusha uh, Drake beef. And it took each article. I looked at more than one just to make sure I wasn't crazy. Each article that I read 
took me back to 2006. And it was when Clips made the song Mr. Me Too with Pharrell. And they were allegedly throwing shots at Lil Wayne and others over at uh, the cash money uh, section of things. Mm -hmm. Over them wearing bathing ape sweaters and jacking their style. Wearing the babe hoodies and things like that. Right. I said, I know. That Adonis didn't get dragged into all of this <laughs> over those fucking sweaters that look like Turkish delight and leprosy at the same time. Well, I mean, did he? Kind of. He kind of did. So from there, it went for, to Wayne saying something about the clips and they we they needed us for fame. Because you remember they did What Happened to That Boy? Oh, yeah. Whatever. From there, push us. Oh, yeah. I loved that. (laughs) I used to do that sound all the time. Who didn't? Everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Tony was doing it back then, too. Um,. So from there, you know, fast forward a bit, Pusha seemed to be making, taking shots at Drake. Seemed like ever since the Take Care album, um, every now and then maybe Drake would give him a couple of bars back, all subliminal. Nobody said names. It was kind of a fill in the blank thing. At one point, I remember there was a record where Pusha said something about you signed to a nigga that signed to a nigga who signed to three niggas or something like that. And Lil Wayne said, fuck Pusha T and everybody who loves him. And then. There was just a whole bunch of back and forth subliminal stuff between Drake and Pusha that went from you don't really sell drugs to your your label bosses, the fake ass nigga. I don't like your braids and the grassy was weak or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now here we are in 2018. Right. Um, Pusha just released an album called Daytona. I don't know why it's called that. I don't care. I'm not looking it up. Y'all can be mad. Um, but that's the name of it. We'll talk about the cover later. What's your read? Uh, not that cover, but okay, I'll do it. I was. I, I feel was, like it's one of two things. I mean, I won't say disappointed, but I didn't expect. I can't say I expect any better of Kanye West at this point. Like I said, he's actually dead to me. So, but just the fact that like y'all really disrespected our fucking legend like that I'm like, just gonna, I'll do it okay we don't, we don't have to do it but it just it made me so angry and then I've, of course I feel the way I feel about Kanye anyway that I decided I wasn't gonna be listening to Daytona oh, I, and sorry Tiana whatever you put out I won't be listening to that either anybody no, else no I will not do it I'm sorry I am please. actively avoiding giving Kanye West one thin dime you're right it's not fair it's not fair to everybody on good music that me just me I'm the only person <laughs> probably in the whole world who feels this way no, I don't. But I will not be streaming anybody on good music. I am doing everything I can to not give Kanye one fucking cent. Fuck that nigga. Period. Tiana is not doing anything. She don't deserve that. Junie don't deserve that either. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody gonna have to bootleg it for me because I will not do it. You have to go to 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 the Junie B salon. Oh, the oh, please. Them them bitches are booked. You got to call and make an appointment way in advance. They're not playing over there. Well, I feel you. Anyway, so this album came out. I also did not listen to it. I did listen to Infrared, so I guess that counts. But that was because it's the beginning of this new chapter of Drake beef. So on Infrared, oh God, what did they talk about? What did he say? I didn't like Infrared. I just thought that it was boring. And I remember listening to it and being like, this this is what we're doing here. I know that he brought up the dude. Q Quentin again that oh, Meek right, right, right. said was writing for Drake. Uh, what else did he say on it? But we all knew that. <laughs> That's not new. 
God, what else did he say on there? It was so bored. Um, believe in myself and the Coles and Kendricks. Let the side puckets play their roles and gimmicks. Can we just say that the nigga was like, you're weak and I'm not, and you don't write your own music, and you're bored, and hey, come fight me. I want to fight. I mean, yeah, it's looking like a bunch of, I respect everybody but y'all. That's really what these lyrics are looking like, so. Okay. Sure. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, right, I, like I said, I did not listen to it. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Drake responded, uh, I want to say less than two days later, maybe two days later, not very long afterwards. With a song called Duppy, Duppy Freestyle. I don't. I did enjoy the Duppy Freestyle. I'm not gonna lie. Duppy is. Do you know what Duppy is? Nope. Duppy is like what Jamaican people call ghosts. Oh, okay. Why? What, how is that relevant? I don't really know. Okay. I'm so out of touch. I just love that sigh he did at the very beginning. That was my favorite part. <sighs> it honestly, like. <laughs> That song sounded to me like like two Instagram models unfurled his <laughs> do-rag. So much. And then he just went to the studio just very agitated. Like he just didn't seem like like hype or like excited. He just seemed more like he had something else. Like he was going to be late for brunch, but now he has to do this. You know, like, yeah, like, like just annoyed. Like when your mama has to tell you something for the third fucking time and you are just on her nerves about it. Like, so oh God, why? I specifically called before I left work and told you to take the meat out. I the told you to take that fucking meat out. And now here I am an hour and a half later. No dinner. Now nobody can eat. Nobody can eat because yo, what were you doing? Playing in damn video Playing games, I bet. Video <laughs> Oh, my childhood. I um, really loved it because I was still so angry at Kanye and pushing for that cover that I was just like, yes, please be disrespectful. Say mean, mean things. <laughs> I'm a Pusha fan. Um, I'm not liking what's going on here, and I'll touch on that a little bit later. But I've always liked Push. I've always been, like, a fan of clips, especially because of the beats and stuff when I was in, like, high school and early college and all that stuff. So, um, Right. I mean, who didn't bang out the grind and beat on the cafeteria table? Everybody. Right. All of us. Right. Every, everybody. Which one of us? Right. Um, and also acknowledge that Pusha is, like, a capable and talented rapper. Definitely. Um, again, was not excited about that first one. I was kind of like, why would you come in? Drake with this but anyway um in Drake's response he said all kinds of things from like we'll just sum it up as um I did you and that nigga that you work for a ton of favors I made y'all money and kept y'all relevant mm. um sent that invoice you're not really a big bad drug dealer or weren't a big bad drug dealer like you claim to have been you're older than Kanye and you're that's funny because he's older him. by like three weeks like <laughs> 17 days <laughs> like, like, somebody said that nigga knew he had to put it out now because that nigga they gonna be the same age in like two more days <laughs> um brought up Virgil and how he thought, said uh Kanye was holding Virgil back because he makes me nervous. Oh, yes. I said, okay, okay. I also okay. liked the, um, you, what did he say? You ain't got no malice in your heart. You an approachable, you an approachable dude. dude. Oh, that was clever. Yep. The actual invoice itself was also quite cheeky, especially since Push actually responded to the freestyle. Uh, why do people call freestyle? It's obviously not a freestyle. Right. Whatever. It's not a freestyle. Uh, responded to it by saying, send the invoice. So we did. Right. So like, what? I mean, I don't just don't know why you asked for that, but that's fine. So but he brought up the man's fiance. But see, here's the thing. I don't, when did he say that? 
He said, keep playing with my name and I'm going to let it ring on you like Virginia Williams. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why I it's heard. It's not disrespectful. I was thinking of. Um, think. Not disrespectful to her anyway. Maybe I was thinking of that. Isn't his whiskey called something with Virginia? He is an alcohol. His his Pusha's fiance's name is Virginia Williams. I'm, I learned that today. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> Pusha definitely brought up whatever, you don't talk about my fiance or whatever. And I was yeah. like, he did? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know he talked about your brother, sort of. Yeah. And your boss and all and, of that. Yeah, and, and yeah, your, your fiance was definitely name checked. Got it. Okay, I like learning new things. All right, so fast forward to today. Was it today? It no, it came out last night. Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well. <laughs> This nigga took the gloves off. Now, here's the thing. I don't believe that he was really riled up over the fiancé thing. I'm sure that stung, but I feel like he had every intention of saying everything that he said. Yeah, this was going to come out anyway. It was going to happen regardless. So, on this new (laughs) (laughs) response, the story of Adidon. Where do do I begin? It's so... You can begin with the fact that this nigga found them blackface pictures of Drake and then put it over the story of OJ Beat. Yes. Come on, layers of meaning to this shit. (laughs) And my favorite part is that he came from Drake's hair texture. Which was so mean. (laughs) This is, it was, it was. (laughs) (laughs) He said, you can't even grow that curly, wavy shit out, nigga. It don't nap up or anything. It was just cruel. Like that, I feel like the song itself was very mean. very mean spirited. <laughs> oh God, it was so good. Um, so here's the thing: like the tea itself on this song <laughs> is stale. We've been new that Adonis was out here. Um, I don't know why OBO y'all were so shocked suits. about like, Adonis. Like, where did that shocking? Haven't we been talking about this little nigga for like months? It's, it's been at least a year that we've been talking about him. Literally, baller. Y'all, y'all are acting like this is brand new. We all knew that baby was out here. So for y'all to be like, he's hiding a baby. Like, no. I wouldn't say hiding. Now, whether he's a shit father, because Pusha also called his ass a deadbeat. Now, I don't know if he's a deadbeat. I can't believe that Drake is a deadbeat, because I feel like if Drake was a deadbeat, we would have been seen Adonis. Because Mama would have been like, hey, hello, everyone. Hi. This is Drake's baby, Aubrey Graham. Yes, Dennis Graham is his father. Um, I would like you all to know that we made this child together on this date. Here are his footprints on the birth certificate. Like, if that baby wasn't taken, why? She's cheesy in every picture you see. Hmm, I don't know. Did you see the tweet from what was allegedly her Twitter account that called Drake a deadbeat? I did, but I don't know if that's really. I don't her know Twitter if it's real or not. not. Right, I don't know if that's real or not. But, but if it is, that tweet was from November. It is now about to be June, mm-hmm. and so I feel like since then, and that tweet would have been maybe three weeks after that baby was born. Right. You have to be really impressively a deadbeat <laughs> for your baby mama to already be fed up with your shit before your child is even a whole month out the womb. <laughs> you got to be really bad. You may have been like icing her ass for the whole pregnancy I mean per so that's already stressful enough I don't, I don't know, really know I fully believe that Adonis is somewhere draped in the finest OVO sweatsuits in France with his mama you know what I'm saying I feel like he is very well taken care of at the moment I feel like he's fully funded and I do feel like you said at one point Drake probably intended on walking out on stage during one of these concerts mm-hmm. with that baby in a, in a, in a baby Bjorn in a, or whatever in his little OVO tracksuit right with a little owl on the back of something Yes. Like introduced by a side. Definitely. And like here's my baby. Like yeah. I don't really 
But I can't blame nobody for not telling you niggas about their child. Because trust That's and what believe, I'm saying. Like, I have every intention of hiding my pregnancy from hello? y'all. <laughs> Are we really going to act like because he's not claiming that baby on social media that he must be a deadbeat or he doesn't want people to know about that fucking baby? I would be doing the exact same thing. And don't right. nobody give a fuck about me. Especially not <laughs> okay. in no comparison to Drake. Right. And you I'm will... still going to be doing the same thing. You're going to see my baby when that nigga can pay his own, his or her own motherfucking phone bill. Right. And download them apps on their own data. Right. Right. Me posting a pregnancy picture when my child graduates from middle school. Like, <laughs> blessings on the way. Thank you, everybody, so much for your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Hell no. I sure will be keeping my shit from y'all. So I love this response way more than the Oh, in- God, it's so good. Line. Every it's line is really, good. really, really Every good. line is good. Very well crafted, well wrapped. And it, again, like the tea itself is not like... Not fresh. It's very, very stale, very late tea, but it's effective because it's just mean. Like the nigga is like it's me. your daddy left your mama when you were five, bitch, and he's a he that nigga ain't shit, and your mama never knew real love, Woo. and you still idolize that fuck nigga, and that's why you were trash assholes now, and you ashamed <laughs> of your baby mama. And what he said, he said Adonis deserves more than an Adidas press run. <laughs> he said, Let that child come home. How are you gonna ruin the rollout? They haven't Call even shown us sketches. Patrol, right? Like, come on. Oh Nigga. He said, you might be rich, but the M's count different when baby divide the pie. My feelings were hurt. Oh, I said, well, goddamn, you can't argue with that because we all know. <laughs> this cannot be over babe sweaters. <laughs> I refuse to believe this is over hoodies. <laughs> Woo, marriage is something that Sandy never had. <laughs> I need Drake to make this next diss. It has to be a visual. It needs to just drop a, a visual diss album. <laughs> A visual diss album. <laughs> I don't know how Drake is gonna come back. He's crafty. I mean, you know? right? I mean, not saying come back. Like he's certainly not going to lose his spot in pop culture. No, that's the only reason crazy. white people are even paying attention to this is because of Drake. They have no idea who Pusha T is. So, like, I mean, Drake's position is fine, but just like as far as rap is concerned and beef is concerned, I don't know how he's gonna come back lyrically to this. I think here's the thing: he is fully capable. I think of matching, if not exceeding push like lyrically I think at this point it's going to be if you can even hit the jugular and if people are even going to if you can get to and if people are even going to care about that in comparison to you because how many people give a fuck about Pusha T's personal life in comparison to what Drake is fucking doing you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying like you're gonna I I, he's a crafty one that Drake he's a (laughs) a fox (laughs) You know, and so I'm interested in seeing how he's going to respond. He has to. The nigga literally talked about your mama several times and your mm-hmm. daddy and your baby mm-hmm. and your baby mama. <laughs> like, well, your baby mama, I've said from the beginning, she is ugly. I mean, so. but we all, like, we've seen her. Right. We know she I mean, she's like. right. She's been ugly. That's that not new. That with the baby. I just thought the stuff about 40 was, like, a lot. Thank you for sick. reminding me that. The nigga is sick. Like, how is that... I don't. Thank you I get his rap, and there's nothing off limits. And that I, was. To I me. didn't even really like the Sandy line because he made it sound like Sandy not getting married was some failure on her part. Like nigga, please. <laughs> I forgave that a little bit more. Like that, I I completely agree with what you're saying. And like Sandy is good. I didn't understand why he was like how she last place in your life or whatever. It's not it was, last. She's not coming in last because she didn't get married. That's not. Women aren't failures because they never got married. Like nigga. that niggas right, right. and the misogynistic <laughs> bullshit. Even? 
bullshit. Even honestly, like the whole thing of 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 the baby mama being a porn star or whatever, like Drake has been out here yeah. quite openly fucking porn stars right. and strippers for quite some time. I don't think that any natural fat ass. So of course Drake liked her. I don't think that any of us are shocked that he had a baby with a porn star. I'm think that most of us are kind of surprised that it's that one. Right. You know? Yeah, because she's homely. And, like, who cares that she does porn? And he's been associated with all these fine-ass strippers and shit. It's just like, really? This is the one you were just like, I'm busting, I don't care. (laughs) Really? Rihanna had that IUD on. Child, let me tell you something. Rihanna be knowing. She (laughs) dabbed that nigga right out of her life. Goodbye. (laughs) Yes, man. Thanks so much. Um, Ooh, I love her. But yes, the whole whole line about 40, thank you for reminding me, because that really actually did piss me off. And that was another part of the reason why I said I'm not feeling him. The Whitney thing and that. I just, Mm -hmm. I did not like either one. I don't understand why 40 had to even be mentioned. And then of all of the things to say, you're talking about him being sick. Like, Ashley has multiple sclerosis. It's not funny. I love that he was just, like, 40 responded by saying, well... Like what did he say? On Tomorrow's that? National MS Basically, Day. Basically, yeah. right? Like, like in other since news. y'all are paying attention, right? Which I also think that. was deliberate. I think Pusha knew that. Well, I think he called into the Breakfast Club today, which of course get all the pressure you can, and somebody mentioned it to him, and he was said something like, "Oh wow, that's ironic." Like, oh, so maybe he didn't know. Okay, or care. Well, I mean, cool. so like I get that nothing is off limits in rap beef, but that is just it just feels like What did 40 say? Right. Like what did he do to you? What did I'm not saying he didn't. I'm I be missing everything. So, <laughs> he could have sent out a shady thing or right. maybe whatever know. inserted himself, but I just can't see how you making fun of him literally looking and being sick had to be a part of it. But hey, the gloves are off. You don't play about Virginia, honey. I get it. We're here. Right. So I am afraid that by the time we finish here, as a matter of fact, let me refresh uh, the blog girls and just make sure that Aubrey hasn't um, released a response with Adonis opening the track. <laughs> um, oh, wouldn't that be everything? <laughs> I feel like by, t- by the time this episode comes out. Right. It's, somebody's going to release something as soon as we wrap up this fucking show. As far as the um, the blackface photograph people were assuming that uh that photo (laughs) was supposed to be some sort of artistic uh take on black the black man's position in pop culture and right 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 like when i saw it it was kind of like startling but i didn't feel the way i would have felt if drake wasn't a black person you know like right. yes he's half white but <laughs> if he was non-black I would have immediately been like don't need a story don't need anything goodbye get out of my face that was that because right. at this point there's just no reason there's no excuse and I don't even understand how some of y'all white people still be trying that Drake on the other hand it was just kind of like hmm what's this about <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on here right a lot of y'all reacted to that as though Drake was white and I feel like this is a conversation that is probably too nuanced to have on the internet no True. definitely too nuanced to have on the internet but like the idea of of who can do things that we say are just for black people and what those things are and where y'all draw the line and like whether mixed people are always included in that like y'all it's real fuzzy about that because mm-hmm. on one hand y'all always like mixed people are black too don't deny their blackness right. they're, they're black nigga we all niggas da 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 but then Drake does something like this where if a white person did, did it it would be like 
absolutely abhorrent and we would never rock with it. Right. And y'all are treating him like he is white. So I know that it was in reference to that clothing with two black guys, that clothing brand, and it was supposed mm. to be like promotional in a way for that. It was, I don't, it was a statement about the fucked up culture he's living in. Right. That's what he said. So like, not to say that I liked it. Cause I looked at that picture like, what the Yeah. I definitely didn't this? look at it like, Oh my God. So like, oh, I love it. Like, Oh my God. Drink. I get what a it. Statement. Like, not like that either, but also like if he's black, then he's black. And if he's not, then he's not like, what, what are y'all doing with this? Like y'all are y'all, what are y'all doing with this? It's a, it's a real conversation that needs to be had. But again, I don't think Twitter specifically is the place to have it because a, a a lot of people, most people, do not have the range. So I think that you know, it's to me a lot of people's reaction to that was kind of another example of social media and you know pop culture and stuff planting seeds in people's heads of the mm-hmm. way that like people are honestly sheep, myself included. Like a lot of us <laughs> were we? just kind of sheep. Like we kind of you know what I'm saying. We just went off about how. Drake was like, soup. oh my God, the Drake diss was everything. And yep. then Push's response came out, oh, oh my, my God, God, how will he? And Drake will probably come out and, oh my God. You know, like. Niggas are just here to be entertained. That's and that's all. why I'm not on nobody's side. Because if you look at it, it's really nobody to root for on this. As far as Pusha T is concerned, nigga, you still associated with Kanye. I don't care if you denounce the shit he and said or not. It. I do not care. You are still associated with Kanye West, and therefore I cannot fuck with you. <laughs> and that picture, that album art, I don't give a fuck who has to. I know you're going to talk about it later, so I'm not going to get into it. But y'all got a lot of goddamn nerve. You the self-proclaimed uh, drug dealer. You've been selling drugs all these years and all this shit. Kanye said he was addicted. Nigga, take a picture of your own fucking bathrooms. Thank you! Before I don't even I, have to do my reading no more. I'm just saying, like, it's just, it pissed me off so bad that I just will not ever rock with you. But I'm not riding for Drake either. The words were in my mouth. <laughs> you just took I'm not riding for Drake either. And story of Adidon, which I guess is Drake's line with Adidas, is a good-ass diss record. It's, it's good. Just, it's effective. Right. You can't act, I cannot act like it's not. So I'm not on nobody's side. I'm here to enjoy the bullshit, laugh, post gifts, enjoy the memes. Right. You, like, don't have to, like, try to... I know, like, a lot of people find... Val- one of the ways that people find validations on social media besides trying to have the funniest or raciest uh, tweet or Instagram post is trying to be perceived as woke or whatever they think that is. And it's like, if you aren't, (laughs) try something, do something else. Like, you don't have to, like, always, and even those of you who are, like, you don't have to always try to find something to, like, we'll say right here on all of the time on the show, like, I'm tired. I just want to talk about Steven Universe and Beyonce and Chicken. Right. Just happy things. Things that make me feel good. Because to, like, actually be woke, if you want to call it that, is, I feel like, to be constantly depressed. Right. It's tiring as shit to give a fuck about what's going on and be aware of all of it. So, you know, we all need breaks. (laughs) I don't make comments on those types of things because I want for y'all to live for me and think I'm super smart. I think I'm an idiot half of the time, to be honest with you. I mean, same. But, like, yeah, like, you don't have to analyze things to death. We can completely just be like, I'm here to get these jokes and these Drake baby memes off and, like... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Is this your Beyonce? (laughs) That's what I'm here for. I know Beyonce was like, really, niggas? Me again. <laughs> again. 
always with my name. Must we do this? She's about to listen. Mama's about to launch on the run tour. It's happening within a week. She Absolutely. does not have time for y'all and, guess and what? these feelings. You can't take videos in here, Grandma. As soon as we left last you're not week, supposed to. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to, Grandma. You know, I heard you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> what a melodic voice. little angelic ass voice. What a sweet baby. She was right, too. You're not supposed to take videos <laughs> Listen, in the theaters. What Blue was trying to say was, Grandma, <laughs> I don't want none of these people coming over here I saying don't anything get put out. <laughs> to you about this camera because you know and I know <laughs> that I will lose their job. <laughs> like, I get someone fired. get them fired. It's absolutely nothing. I will absolutely desecrate their life. <laughs> And their feelings. Do you want that? You don't want that? Why are you doing this right now? She's so cute. And what made it even funnier to me is that as she's telling her she's not supposed to record videos, <laughs> Miss Tina's just ignoring her and keeping on like, talking. Look how beautiful. Such a gorgeous theater. My goodness. Just wow. The architecture, mm-hmm. you guys. Just lovely. <laughs> Grandma. Grandma, you have to put your phone, you have to put it away. (laughs) Miss Tina, like, shut your black ass up. Anyway, y'all. I know, when she turned that off, Miss Tina was like, now you can tell your mommy and daddy to pipe down. (laughs) You won't be telling me to hush. The show has not even started. Always getting someone together. I love it. And I love how it's almost like she made sure not to get blue in the shot yeah, so absolutely. she could post it. Yeah. <laughs> she knew we was going to live for that. Yeah. She knew we would. <laughs> and left a little comment like when you're trying to sneak and take a video or whatever right. her caption was. <laughs> right. Because she knew the whole she video knew. was going to be about right. Blue Ivy attempting to check She her. knew everybody was going to lose it behind that baby. And we did. Like, you know, as we should. And you get to spend... All day with her, and they get to spend just all day with so you. So jealous, so jealous. But yeah, anyway, I'm just here for the jokes, really, and the lyrics. And I hope Jake comes back and with something hip-hop. great, something very fire, because I just want to be entertained. And I hope all of you 14 year old rappers that are in the studio making rhymes with grapes and nerds and shooting your mouth, and we can't understand <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> y'all are paying attention. Because I don't care about what you're talking about. That's it for Hot Tops in the Bottom on the Train, a.k.a. Holes. (laughs) And we'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so we're back and it is now time for our listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. First, uh, thank you to everybody who sent in um, recommendations and stuff for resiliency. We got so, so much feedback. Um, I saw a lot of people mentioning Marsha's plate. Everybody. I think probably 80% of of the feedback was saying, check out Marsha's plate. Apparently it's hosted by two trans women and a trans man all three are of color talking about their trans experience also take a look at southerners on new ground that is not a podcast i think the rest of these are um just resources and stuff but google southerners on new ground the trans sisters of color project based out of detroit and taking what we need based out of montreal just some resources for you also a lot of people in the carolina said sis please if you can move to one of the even slightly bigger cities it would help so much because they have like you know, just the basic of resources. Right. right. So maybe Durham or Charlotte, that sort of thing. But good luck to you. Um, thank you so much to everybody for sending in yeah, we appreciate stuff it. for resiliency. That was so sweet of y'all. Uh, we're going to start this week with a question about Drag Race because I'm obsessed. Obsessed. Love Drag Race so much. This comes from Charles, who said, on a recent episode, Crystal, I remember you called Eureka racist. I never heard that about her before, so I Googled it. And the video where she said nigga came up repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And it was attached to a long status about racism in the drag world by season two queen Tyra Sanchez, who, as you may know, was banned from DragCon this year after Monet Exchange was eliminated. Apparently, I didn't know that either. Oh, this news to me, honey. After Monet Exchange was eliminated, which I don't even want to talk about, I was so pissed. I'm beside myself. Like, I don't even. Like, how was Aquaria not in the bottom two? I don't understand. I do not understand. That bitch, Monet Exchange and her sister. First, shout out to Tyler Oakley. Is that that boy's name? First of all, shout out to Tyler. You thick. Had no idea. (laughs) I was like, goddamn. Goddamn, Tyler. Tyler. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) damn. That white boy got her ass. Anyway, after Monet Exchange was eliminated, it raised the topic of Tyra's point black queens deserving better, i.e., Shangela being robbed of the crown on all sides. Now, that was just. Know how you felt about you brought that up probably two or three times. I think that was your read multiple times. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Tyra also brought up being banned from DragCon because of something she said with no ill intent. Even though Jeffree Star is openly racist as hell and And there every year. Do you all believe that RuPaul's Drag Race portrays racial bias? Even though Ru is a woman of color herself, Tyra also Tyra also displays RuPaul as a puppet in a Confederate flag dress, being controlled by a white puppeteer. (laughs) 
did she go overboard or do you feel there is some truth behind this? Thank Char. Thanks, Chars. Now, I don't know this because I have only watched Drag Race casually. This is my first season being like so into it. Really? And what? I mean, because I've watched it before, but this is my first time being like, like every, every week, bitch, I'm watching it and then immediately I'm watching Untucked and like I'm em- emotionally invested in yeah. all these bitches. I watched both of those and Fashion Photo But the fact review. that we started out with so many black queens and now we have one. Oh my, right? It does not make any sense. Yo! It does not make any sense. So I don't understand Rue, I don't know. Maybe people who know more about Drag Race or about RuPaul can say whether Drew, whether RuPaul has some internalized racism going on. But I do not understand this. I really don't. I don't, I don't know. I really don't. I know that... I know that not too long ago, RuPaul got into some trouble for saying some transphobic stuff. Oh, right. About how trans women couldn't be on Drag Race. Yeah, or something along those lines, yes, that just didn't really even make much sense Yeah, because I remember Laverne Cox being like, but trans women and... And like they're they're so deeply intertwined in the community. Like, and the to pretend that trans women are just like completely divorced from gay men and have none of those same experiences or don't know anything about what that's like, and they're just women with this with this adjective stuck on the front is like okay, come on now, like come on, like it just it's just not that way. Any, it's like there's so much in like the depths of the fucking roots of all of this stuff when you go back decades and decades and decades in this community that I can't even understand how RuPaul, someone who has been doing drag since before I was born, oh my God. like <laughs> I don't even understand how you could fix your mouth. I think <laughs> I, I mean probably probably right probably how you could say something. But anyway, um. Uh, I don't know, like, that I have seen things directly that have made me being like, RuPaul now, girl, like, you should be doing better. But like I've said, there have been examples like, um, like Shangela, I feel like Shea Coulee was robbed, and a couple of other people where it's like, mm, how is this going? Sometimes I feel like editing makes it look great, like... Mm-hmm. You know, because you can watch, like, the first half of Drew, of Drag Race sometimes and at least tell who's going to be in the bottom. Oh, yeah. Just based on how they're pushing this story right, that, right, right. that week. Definitely. So sometimes I kind of feel like maybe editing makes it look like, you know, oh, well, they kind of deserved her because they did this, da, 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 da. But, like, even, like, last week with the whole thing with Monet um, going home, like, there was that part pissed. where she oh, walked. Oh, my God, I was so pissed. Where she walked to the back of the, the runway or whatever, and her back was facing uh, the judges. And you could see for a minute, RuPaul made this face that was kind of like, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. And then she turned around and ran and did that split. Um, and I felt like watching it, it was like, okay, well, I guess they're going to say that she went home because she turned her back and you couldn't see her mouth. But it was literally for, like, two seconds like yes Cameron did like a split here maybe a cartwheel or whatever but whatever I'm thinking like at best I guess RuPaul is about to be like both of y'all can stay since she just did that shit last week went home girl Eureka and I think it was Cameron Cameron, again I'm like Cameron is not a good enough queen to be saved twice in a row in comparison to a Monet okay it just does not make any fucking sense I was so pissed I was disgusted pissed I was like oh now I understand people being like I'm not watching this shit I already (laughs) sobbed real tears when when Monique Hart went home because yeah. I've loved her still love her stunning 
winning. <laughs> I love, love, love Monet. Monet was my favorite, though. And I'm Monet really was my American. favorite. But I really loved, like, now I'm like, I still love Asia, and Asia is there. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the black girls literally did just get picked off. Boop, 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 yep. boop, 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 boop. The vixen like it was is nothing. gone. Vixen is gone. Mayhem left. It's just wrong. It's, it's just like, wrong. how did you have so many Over black Aquaria girls? Aquaria and Cameron. Now, don't get me started. I feel like. I really do feel like Eureka is quite talented. Eureka I do, is a good But I queen. cannot ride for Eureka because the bitch says nigga. Same. So that's all there is It just to that. is what it is. It just, that is right? that I'm fucking sorry. simple. I'm too black. I don't care how great your looks are. I don't care how good you can turn it. I don't care about your makeup and all that. I really don't give a fuck if you are out here saying nigga. It's just that simple. It's, that's the end of it. But I just, I, for the life of me, I do not understand how Aquaria was not in the bottom two last week. It just, it defies all logic. I don't get it. And it made me so mad. I honestly thought it was going to be Aquaria and and Cameron. I knew when it was Monet and Cameron that they was going to get rid of Monet. And I was just, I didn't even want to watch the rest of it because it was going to hurt my heart to see. I was like, so what you're saying here is like the problem that you had with their challenge or with with Monet's uh, thing with him and his his drag sister was that they were both just wearing green and you felt like they didn't have any like their hair looked very similar. Right. They both had on glasses because Tyler wears glasses. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they were they cute. Both Asia had... in America. They were cute. Well, the name thing is not so much of a, a part of it. But Monet then it was just like short change. <laughs> Monet exchange and short change. <laughs> oh, oh right. Wait, no. Who is who am I thinking? Asia and America. Oh, was... Asia was right. Asia yeah, is a Asia different queen. Does. Yes. <laughs> But no, you're still right. Like Monet exchange and short change. Even they said that's that a good yeah. name. Like I just. In comparison to Cameron, who, honestly, his partner didn't really perform super well. I know that I believe that he was one of the straight ones and maybe was but a But the other straight one? Turned it! Okay. I think the makeup did that, though. Because when I saw that she bitch's face, she was gorgeous. And she was feeling <laughs> Feel- it. <laughs> <laughs> Even RuPaul, when they were do- talking amongst us. Shout out to Lizzo also, because she yes, was super cute. and Lizzo was on that episode. Loved it. So jealous, bitch. I cannot so believe good. you have to judge. So good. Like, when they were discussing it amongst judges and stuff, and RuPaul was like, that bitch was feeling the yes. bitch. <laughs> Loved it. And I mean, honestly, that face was done, bitch. D- like, it was so good. He was good. having such a good it time in drag. So good. I loved it. Child, but meanwhile, like, Aquaria had Kingsley looking like a whole nigga. Like, what? Where did these like this like Native American like was, what is where was that was a mess that was a mess I'm like really not only did y'all not look like sisters the same critique that you gave to Monet right but it's like Aquaria did herself up and then like painted Kingsley's face right. rather well and then was like here just here you go put That's this enough. on right. <laughs> But Monet's in the bottom? I'm confused as to why. It didn't make any sense. It didn't. It I'm didn't. pissed. Right. I was so mad. Like, so. honestly, at this point, I'm going to continue watching because <sighs> I've watched the whole season. But if they get rid of Asia, I'm done. Uh, yeah. If they get rid of Asia, I'm going to stop. I am. I am. Because I honestly, like, I like uh, Cracker. I actually do like Cracker. And if Asia don't win, I hope that she does. But other than that, if Asia's gone, I, I don't really that. care to see where the rest of the yeah, show goes. Me too. Because so. it just don't make no sense. So I don't know if RuPaul is racist. I don't know if if it's really up to RuPaul or if it's up to VH1's producers. I don't know who is really making the decisions. But that was trash. 
I really just cannot agree with that decision at all. I'm sure they saw way more than we saw and all of that stuff and sure and whatever. But like I said before yeah, I mean, about last season. two days worth of filming that is edited down to like an hour and a half. Yeah, but I'm just saying like you made your decision. Sure, it is what it is. I'm not entirely sure what this Monet exchange elimination was based off of. And to be quite honest with you, when Eureka and Cameron went against each other, Eureka could have went home. If we're just being 100% honest, like, they both toned it. Yeah, they did their simultaneous split or whatever. They did. But, like, Eureka could have got chopped for But we hadn't had a double Shantae Ustay yet. Fine, whatever. But she don't do that every season. Oh, well, then there you go. So there's that. But along with what I said about last season where they were trying to pull gags and shit out of their head and do all of this finagle and shit at the last minute. You so mad. It made <laughs> you no so sense. You see, now you're getting mad all over again. I'm sorry. Let me to, calm down. We're going to have to move on. <laughs> the Vixen said that she want to um, do my, like, paint my drag face for drag Oh, y'all should. Here's the thing. I'm not shaving my beard. Uh, well, then it's not going to look I right. I don't care. I either want to be a bearded queen or somebody needs to get me some prosthetics. I've gone a long time for this beard and there are many men It does look good. Who can't thank you. <laughs> who cannot. Actually I haven't shaved my face completely off in a while. I don't even think it would take that long to grow back. Maybe I'll do it. As you should do it. I guess. Let the vixen do it. Y'all would be so cute together. Okay, I love it. Do it. Yeah. So yeah, we we look at we definitely looking at uh yeah. side. We looking at them a little sideways these eyes days. with eyes wide open. <laughs> 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 See, I thought it was arms wide open. Isn't that a Jesus song? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, Lordy. All right. So let's move on. Our uh, next question comes from Estelle, who Hi, said, my current problem is something that I'm not sure is actually a problem, but other people say it is. Here comes the problem. I'm a 26-year-old gay, nerdy black woman. Hey, I spend most of my time playing video games Same. and writing fan fiction. I am quite fulfilled from my hobbies. And like y'all, I am totally happy to be alone. Mm-hmm. Particularly when I listen to your show and when I watch the drama my friends get into with niggas, I am so happy being alone. <laughs> Same. I haven't dated in almost four years. But this isn't something that bothers me since I have a great family, four very close friends to socialize with, and a beautiful collection of vibrators to satisfy my needs. Hey, sis. (laughs) Priorities, okay? They are in order. They are always suggesting that I put myself out there, but I don't really know how to do that when the only places I go are straight bars and clubs with my straight friends. Mm. None of them want to go to gay spots with me, and I don't like partying alone. I've also never had feelings for anyone beyond lust. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which fair. means I don't even understand what I'm missing out on with a relationship. Not much. So while okay, so while I can admit that my preference for cuddling with an anime body pillow over a real person is a little <laughs> weird, I honestly don't think my comfort in solitude is a big issue. I wanted to hear from you guys whose thoughts on being alone are similar. Do you think it's possible to be too comfortable with being alone and getting weird from it? Should I try to get out more, or is it okay to remain in my fortress of solitude? Thanks for whatever advice you have. See y'all at 305 Live. Best, Estelle. Yay. Um, Estelle, you know, I think that um, you know yourself better than we do. And if you truly just enjoy being by yourself and you're the type of person who is not really trying to have somebody up under you for all hours and for however long and you don't really, you know... Ooh, so real. You're not interested in, like, the obligations that come with courting someone or somebody courting you or whatever, or even just dating, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. 
Then I would say that you're fine. I also think that it's completely human to like to be alone, but also like attention or like um, the benefit of having someone to sleep with or, you know, go on dates with or whatever, you know, companionship, companionship, camaraderie. Right. Um, So here's the thing. If you are a girl, woman, a lady, I feel like y'all already have like less social stuff that I hear about anyway unless there's some like secret underground with gay stuff definitely there's like for like girls five times as much gay nigga stuff than gay woman stuff and we're still scarce (laughs) New York is there are cities like New York and maybe like LA and other like really big city Atlanta obviously (laughs) where there's a lot of gay male shit to do uh, and LA, I've noticed, also has like a fair mix. Like, I feel like a lot of places in LA that are gay, it's just like if you are on the spectrum, you're invited. Just show up, yeah. Um, but yeah, like just exclusive places for women, I've never noticed there to be very many. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already think that it's probably, you know, not going to be super smooth or easy for you to just find some place to go and and date and stuff like that. Obviously, there are ways to meet girls outside of going out to a club or a party and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I say like if you do have the option or the opportunity to uh, experiment with that, try it out a little bit more and see what you're comfortable with and what you're not. You are going to learn a lot about yourself. Um, I think when it comes to dating and just in general, when you deal with people on that wave, you know, like Mm -hmm. that experience, I think, teaches you a lot about yourself. Like, I know that I can maybe cuddle for the first maybe 15 to 30 minutes of our initial we're going to bedtime. <laughs> then I'm hot and I and want you need to get off of to me. Just... I don't want to fall asleep with you touching me. <laughs> that is how I feel about it. And niggas really been their feelings behind that, but I do not want to fall asleep with your body on mine. I can fall asleep with your body on mine, but just know that I will naturally in my sleep move away from you because I'm going like I will naturally Even... in your sleep move away from you because I will not fall asleep with you touching me. <laughs> I don't like it. No, like I get hot and then and just uncomfortable. And there's not like really like a, a like a sincerely comfortable cuddling position. I mean, the spoon thing is not bad, but I just don't want you on me like that. Like if you own me like that, then my back is going to get hot. The spoon thing is not bad if you are the big spoon. I mostly assume. I don't know how to be a big I've never been a big spoon in my whole life. Hello. Here we are together. <laughs> I've never been the big spoon. But it's just like, after a while, I just be, especially this time of year when New York is actually getting its life together. I'm just like, oh, please. Mm -mm. I just, I can't. You can spoon me when you are trying to initiate sex. (laughs) Okay. Because then we both know know what's up. You feel a little poke coming through. Oh, hey. Hello. And you. Okay. But I'm such like, I'm like, I don't know. Cause then I would like, if, if I'm like in a relationship or like in love, then I'd be like, oh, immediately my feelings, if you hop in the bed and then turn your back, where are you going? 
Um, well, if you t- if you hop in the bed immediately and turn your back, I'm gonna think you have an attitude about something. Like, what, what the fuck? Is so then, in, what, in that case, we need to talk about whatever it is you have an attitude about because we're not. Fin- I'm not finna just be in the bed with you when you mad and I all mean, this. Footsies or something. Something, like, nigga. Something. Like, hey. I mean, or you could just be like, listen, I'm dead ass tired. I'm going to sleep. And that's fine with me as well. That is always. Look. That's fine. Communication. Communication. That's all it takes. That's all we need. I think Because that, that is always fair. Right. It's fine. Oh, because oh, that's. I'm tired as fuck. I'm I just tired. want to It's been a long ass day. I'm just I going to sleep. hear you. Can you just go in the living yes. room and watch TV? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> you enjoy your. And a nigga rest. that will be like, absolutely. And get up in the next morning is happy to see you. Yes. That's love. It's Perfect. It's that honestly perfect. I think it's fine to stay at home as much as you want to, as long as you're not staying home because you're afraid mm-hmm. of dating yeah. or afraid of being around people or yeah. afraid of getting to know people and that sort of thing. As long as it's like, I just don't want to, or yeah. there's no events around that you're not really into, that's something else. Or like your friends won't go to the gay club with you. That's kind of shitty, actually. They should go to the gay club with you right. because you go to the boring ass straight club with them. The boring ass straight club with them. <laughs> right, it's whack. So, <laughs> so like they, they barely should, know how to fun unless it's a good strip club. Right. They should be willing to go to the gay club with you the same way you go to the straight club with them. Absolutely. I would actually, I would, I would bring that up with them. Like y'all are kind of shitty for that. Oh, come on. Um, but I think mid-sized cities are better about like lesbian activities specifically. I mean, like this might be the one thing I miss about Oklahoma City. There was always a black lesbian something going on, and I could find it because I was tapped into the community, <laughs> friends with everybody on Facebook. Somebody was always posting, "Bitch, like we rented out this restaurant. Come through Friday from ten a.m. to three a- <laughs> ten p.m. to three a.m. because this." <laughs> Because Mr. Childs is now the dyke party <laughs> or whatever. And I'm sure they do the exact same thing here. But honestly, like, y'all must get notifications on some secret app. Well, I tried. No, I tried to kick it with the black lesbians in this city. And I was very open with the girl that I met who introduced me to everybody that I was only interested in being friends. But she kept pushing up on me and asking for kisses mm. and all this. And I was like, wow, I really can't go nowhere. Like, I really, all I wanted was some dyke community, <laughs> some black right. lesbian community. And I I really can't even have that because you just refuse to accept the words that I gave you. Like, I'm not fucking no. interested. Thanks. So maybe yeah. it's easier. You didn't say where you live. Maybe it's easier in mid-sized cities than like massive cities. But as long as you're not like trying to lie to yourself about why you're staying at home. Yeah. Then that's something like if you just like, I just want to put on the Korak mask and look for all the seeds. and <laughs> Like me. Maybe that's what you're doing. That's fine. I would rather do that. I would that's rather funny. work on the trial of the sword than go out tonight. Same yes, I would. Is. So that's understandable. But I agree. As long as you're not like denying yourself because you're afraid of what's out there, then I say stay your ass at home because there's a lot of bullshit in this Definitely world. Definitely a difference between like not wanting to date because you're afraid or you, you know... Or you don't have, like, an ex- experience in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to, like, hide away from it. Yeah. Versus, like, having experience and knowing, like, oh, girl, I'd rather not. Like, that's, right. like, a huge difference. Like, My therapist not. said, you can heal yourself from heartbreak. You can't heal yourself from missing out on love. Mm. And I was like, you deep bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you old, old Hallmark oh, no card ass motherfucker. Ass who do you even think you are? So don't let the fear of getting out there, if that's it, then don't let that hold you back. But if it's just like, eh, then that's something else entirely right. different. And uh, enjoy your video games. Let's 
see. Um, this question comes from Avery, who says, My fiance and I have been together for four years. We're getting married next year. We have often spoke about starting a family and how that will work for us as we are both women. We would both like to carry the child. Naturally, we started to talk about donors and what traits and characteristics characteristics the donor will have we also talked about his looks and this is where my question or area for debate comes up we are both black and thought the most logical choice should be to have a black donor however as as i have spoken to my other black lesbian friends they say they want Mm. a mixed race or white donor i saw this email Oh, did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you may have been the one to pick this out because it's still starred from yeah, when we were, we're going to do, do that other episode. Yeah. Or basically allude to wanting the person to be light-skinned. They try to rationalize with every reason under the sun, but it all points to self-hate disguised with good intentions. Oof. I have also noticed amongst friends or social media accounts, a lot of lesbian couples end up with kids far lighter than they are. Ooh. My question to you both is, if you intend to have kids and had to pick donors, how would you decide what race of donor you would choose? And I know there are more important things in life, but do you also find this disheartening and borderline racist? Kind regards, Avery. Sweetie, first of all, I live for this letter. <clears throat> Love it. Secondly, um, okay, so I've thought about this before, right? I feel like, you know, I won't ruin my entire life by having children. But if I did Come decide... On, <laughs> I'm living vicariously through all of you with your adorable fucking kids. Yeah. Like, I love watching them grow up and eat spaghetti and all the other fun things that they do. Um... I if I did like adopt a child or have a, a surrogate or whatever, I would want a child that looked like me. You know, like mm-hmm. me. If I was in a relationship with someone and we decided that we wanted to adopt or have a surrogate or whatever, there's a very good chance that <laughs> nigga might be light skinned. So then it's like up in the air. So like you know, like, <laughs> he might right. feel the same That's way. That's totally different. <laughs> But I also said to myself, I really, if I do decide I want kids, I want to have, like, a kid on my own and enter a relationship with one. That way, if I exit that relationship, I'm leaving with my baby. (laughs) Just so you know, this one's mine. This is all mine. (laughs) This is not your baby as well. It's just my baby. (laughs) Not sharing. You have no reason to come and say anything to me about this You don't get to come to me about She was my baby prior. My baby. She's my baby after. Um, Yeah, no, I would definitely... I don't know. I do feel like it does have a lot to do with colorism and self-hate and the idea that in our community, lighter-skinned babies are cuter and, mm-hmm. you know, racially ambiguous Oh, yeah, definitely. There's no other like reason that. to want a white donor. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I would want a nice chocolate baby that looks like me. Right. I would but, think the same thing. Because... That's how I'm I look. Black, like, right? I don't know, like, how I'm going to look, like, walking around Publix. Oh, there's no Publix. But, you know, like, <laughs> walking around wherever with this little stroller and, like, a light-skinned baby. Like, where did you get this Oh, my from? God. <laughs> when my cousin, my cousin's child, his daughter, is very light. Like, mm-hmm. very, very light. And my auntie says she used to carry this baby around and people would be like, who's white child? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this woman having this, like... Can everybody calm down? Like, and black people are lots of different colors, but that's real. Like, obviously, if I had a baby that was I need it to be clear. I'm going to love my, my kid regardless or whatever, but yeah. I'm not going out of the way to choose right, what to choose a light-skinned skin baby. Right. Color. Like, I'm not doing that. I want for my baby to resemble me. <laughs> if I can get that, great. Right. Otherwise, I'm going to love on the baby I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so if I end up with a woman and we go that route, then I'm 
I'm just going to go for a black donor and not even I can't see myself being concerned with skin tone but if I have a black right. partner there's no reason for me to want a white donor for a baby I just, it, that is just insane but if I well you know I can't even say that I might end up with a man because <laughs> men are so much worse than women <laughs> you're gonna I, I go down to the shop and go and buy one <laughs> <laughs> I really think it's just going to be me and this baby. Because like I said. I see that. Fourth quarter 2020. And I don't think I'm going to meet anybody by then. Either you and another strapping young lady are going to go down there and get that baby. Or it's going to be Crystal and her baby. I don't see a nigga <laughs> being involved in this. Right? It's just a long shot. Like, <laughs> just, I just don't. It's just a very long shot. So yeah, I agree with you. It's something very weird about your black lesbian friends who only want light skinned or white donors. That is... Um, come on. Gross. They're conditioned to think that fucking bullshit, and they probably don't have nobody. Brown and dark skinned babies are cute as well. I don't understand why y'all act like this. Fucking <laughs> lovely. Like, get this. <sighs> so let's wrap it up with a letter from Jay. Jay said, For a whole year, I've been in this off again, on again type thing with a guy from school. Jay is also a man. I recently cut things off with him because the last time we were on, we were in an open relationship, and I made sure we set boundaries on honesty and openness especially because he has a history of omitting the truth from me and not using condoms when he fucks random ass niggas and me catching him in a lie from friends, common sense, or other men who hit on me. Stupid fucking me always would get mad and then we would get into it and then I would forgive him or just roll my eyes at him. Well, there's that. It's been a stressful year for me since I'm graduating college in two weeks. I got rejected from everything I applied for except one job and my father just got locked up for an undetermined amount of time. Jesus. Knowing all of this, the nigga still gave me an STI last month. He told me... He told me that it wasn't him and that he had protected sex with one person and that person tested negative for the STI. I believed him thinking that it was someone from my little black book, even though I asked around and get tested regularly. Fast forward a month during finals and this random nigga hit me up asking for a threesome, presented a photo of my partner and followed it up by saying that he has had unprotected sex with him multiple times. And even an unprotected threesome where they DP'd him. Ooh, fun. Obviously, I broke off whatever it is between me and this stupid-ass coward, but we're both still on campus and still have some time before finals and graduation. I want to be there for him and be supportive. See, sweetie, I was right there with you. I was right there, right on the sideline. I want to be supportive because he's also a first-generation, low-income, Latinx What the fuck that got to do with you? But he failed a class and is unable to walk at graduation and receive his diploma, and his whole family had to cancel flights for graduation. This doesn't have anything to do with Even though I want to be supportive, I think about all the lies he gave me, and I start... Wanting to put my hands on him and beat his ass like his mom failed to do since he ain't got no sense. I guess my problem is that I still have so many mixed emotions about this situation and the end of the year is not helping. I just feel angry, sad and confused and filled with so much raw emotion and still rationalize all of this as being my fault. My question is, what do I do with all this? I have this anger and nothing instructed to do with it. I feel like if I just wait to graduate and leave all this behind, I'm letting it stay open ended. Am I bugging? Love y'all, Jay. Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D-R. <laughs> Don't do that. Leave that baby alone. I'm serious. You need somebody to talk to you through all of this stuff. That nigga lied to you mm-hmm. multiple times. Right. Not only lied to you, but played with your life. Yeah. And gave you an STI on top of that. <sighs> the fact that he is anywhere drawing breath at this at this moment is a privilege. Right. 
You his issues oh, are sis. not your issues. Nothing that you told us about this nigga has anything to do with you. None right. of those are your fucking problems. Nope. And the best thing that you could do for him at this moment is stay away from him and keep the bottom of your goddamn shoes out of his fucking Adam's apple. Right. That's it. <laughs> Dick is horrible. Like, it's just like... Look how it gets people caught up. Look what it does to your mind. <laughs> this young man is like, he gave me an STI. He lies to me constantly. Niggas be sending me pictures of my man talking about, hey, I fucked this nigga. But he ain't doing good in school, which is his black ass problem but and his fault. I but... love him and want to be supportive. Nigga, what? I'm sorry. For what? what? How? <laughs> hmm? Does he care about you? Is Another he supportive of you? Another nigga hit you up and said, honey, not only do we want to have a raw threesome, but we want your your nigga to be on, in on it. Surprise. Oh, by the way, we also uh, climbed his bag simultaneously. <laughs> me and my other nigga. Right. Y'all must live in a small community for everybody to be like, hey, girls. You'll be shocked. Fuck your man. That could be right here. I mean, it, well, based off this college email address, I'm going to say it's a smaller community, oh, okay. but I won't say where you go to school. All the girls be <laughs> That'll probably... <laughs> Right. I don't want to I don't want to make it super obvious where you are, but this is one of those things where like, can nobody make you be tired of putting up with bullshit till you're really tired of it? Because this is just trash. This is just trash. Like You got to be fed up yourself. Certainly you should have been once you knew he was out here fucking around on you. You should have not been fucking him without condoms. But I guess you know that now. And if you choose to sleep with him again, I hope you insist on condoms. But what's best for you is for you to leave this nigga alone, period. Like for you to just 100 percent walk away from him and his mess, because all his mess is doing is fucking with your mental space. When you already have all this other shit going on, you about to graduate, you about to start a job, your dad just got locked up that's a lot to deal with that one time like you have your own whole ass issues right his issues cannot take over all of this brain space that you have because you have your own shit to work on and it's not fair to you you have to take care of yourself first and foremost like this man cannot be a higher priority in your life than you are sweetie he just can't and I hope that you realize that now because you sent this maybe a couple weeks ago so hopefully you have thought about it and and made that decision but there are so many of you who send us emails like this and i just want y'all to to understand that like you are worth more than this your life your priorities your happiness your safety and security and peace are all worth more than the dick that you love so much i understand dick is addictive i really do i get it because even the detachable ones can really leave a, a lasting impression but <laughs> But <laughs> you have to be able to put yourself first, boo. That's really just it. I hope for the. I hope you get the best out of this situation. I really do. Yeah, I absolutely do. Because there, not only are are there so many other dicks out there and asses. To I'm not entirely sure what you're into, but holes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they, that was just gonna be called holes. <laughs> um, but there are also like honest toes out here. Like there are niggas yeah. who are out here who are like, I sleep with everybody. Being real about it. Condoms, no condoms. Prep, no prep. And you know, this is me. Mm-hmm. So you ready? Like there are like people who are out here on one level or another who are completely honest about their hold'em. So like you don't need to be dealing with a nigga who's lying to you, and you know that on top of that, and then. Also, with like 
fuck around with your health. Like, that's just... Right. There's no reason to be feeling any kind of anything for him. At least find a hoe who will be honest to you uh, with you about it. That's like... That's, that's all we're asking. It's bare fucking minimum. Bare minimum. And you deserve it. All right, guys. Send your questions to gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back, and it is now time for our reads. It is. You are free to go. Well, I'm going to circle right back around. This is going to be super short and sweet. We already talked about Roseanne's dumb bitch ass earlier. Yes, fuck her. So after there was all this backlash of Oh, oh please tell God. me you're going to read who I think you're going to read. Well, if you're talking about Jimmy Kimball. Yes! <laughs> Get her done! <laughs> So Jimmy Kimmel, who we have talked about on this show for notoriously not giving one fuck about black lives, disabled lives, trans lives, but shedding women's lives, human tears <laughs> over Cecil the fucking lion. Right. So that motherfucker um, uh, decided to dust his cape off one more time. <laughs> And secure it to his shoulders on behalf of Roseanne Barr by tweeting, What Roseanne said is indefensible, but angrily attacking a woman who is obviously not well does no good for anyone. Please take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The Roseanne I know could probably use some compassion and help right now. We all know her, bitch. So the thing about that is... The thing about that is that uh, we all know Roseanne is not well, but Roseanne's illness is not. If it is mental health related, that has nothing to do with this because Roseanne's illness is racism. <laughs> it's deep down inside of her spirit. It's been there for a long time, probably yep. all her life. Yep. So saying that people are attacking her and that does no good for her. Does we, We're not. I'm going to speak for the rest of us by saying we don't really give a hot nut fuck about that. One. Because Roseanne has attacked the rest of us repeatedly yep. for over a decade. I mean, this is at least a decade that I can recall. It probably stretches back much further than that. Like probably. she's probably, She was probably racist back when the show was originally on the air and I was just a child and didn't know no better. Probably. Like probably. I've been thinking the same thing. So I'm just talking about from as long as I personally have known and been paying attention. But the bitch is awful to the rest of us, Jimmy Kimmel. So telling people to 
not be angry when they attack. And again, it's not an attack. She's literally getting what she's giving. <laughs> I don't understand why y'all act like Roseanne Barr is not fragile. She's not some delicate white princess snowflower who like needs to be coddled and protected. And oh my God, how dare y'all trample all over her, her delicate ass feelings. This is a grown ass woman. She's probably at least 60, if not older. Right. Again, she's been racist all her life. She's a tough-ass cookie. She's dealt with a lot of sexism and misogyny throughout her career. She can handle people who are rightly criticizing her for the things she has said about the rest of us. She's going to be fine. Mental health issues are real. You're right about that. So how about we focus on all of the broke-ass people in this country who can't afford the mental health care they need, who Mm. can't afford their medications, who are living in states where the legislature Mm. don't give a fuck about them, who are dealing with a federal government that wants to roll back Obamacare simply because it is Obamacare and make sure that they really don't have the health care access they need. Like, let's talk about real mental health issues and the way that they affect everybody else instead of caping for this one rich white bitch who can afford to log the fuck off and go take care of herself if that's what she needs to do. You really cannot expect people to have sympathy and grace and empathy for a woman who can go take care of herself if she wants to. She has every resource available to her to go do that, and she just doesn't. But... It does not matter because whatever mental health issue she has does not cause being racist. It just doesn't. That is not what happens. She's racist because she's racist, not because she's bipolar or depressed or anything else. I don't know what she has or if she does even have something. But if she needs compassion and help, she can pay a qualified medical professional for that. <laughs> this bitch got she herself. She's, she's She got fired and she's being attacked over some tweets. Tweets are voluntary and she still won't log the fuck off. Right. Meaning I don't have it for this bitch. I'm I simply sorry. don't. And speaking of things that do not cause racism, Roseanne herself Try to defend herself by saying that her rant came while she was high off oh, of Ambien. <laughs> now, sis, lots and lots, I would I dare say millions of people are prescribed Ambien, and precisely zero of them develop a racist personality <laughs> behind it. But I just want to read this tweet from Sanofi, which is the creator of Sanofi is the brand that manufactures. Ambien, and they said today, people of all races, religions, and nationalities work at Sanofi every day to improve the lives of people around the world. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect of any Sanofi medication. Once again, and if you go find this tweet, there are so many people in the comments who are like, bitch, I took Ambien and I started eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and writing on the wall and doing all kinds of things, but never called anybody an ape-ass nigger or... <laughs> never called somebody some terrorist Nazi bitch never did that you see what I'm saying like people use Ambien I believe to go to sleep right it's a sleep medication Mm -hmm. and so yeah maybe it does have you doing wild things like eating an entire cookie cake and then you wake up with frosting all over your mouth and you're like bitch I ate a whole cookie cake and I don't even remember it that's unfair right I would like to remember every bite I had of that cookie cake when did I order a quesadilla how did like oh speaking I had a lobster quesadilla last night it was amazing but I did not have it on Ambien I remember having (laughs) it but the point is that Ambien does not cause that in you it doesn't Roseanne you trying to blame it on I I love that they were like don't blame your bullshit on our medication right everybody's like no (laughs) thanks girl girl. it's sure not us take it right back over there the dictionary is dragging her ass (laughs) 
what you're talking about here. Like you could call her comments bizarre or you could call them racist. Dictionary.com slash browse slash racist. <laughs> Here's the definition. A person who believes in racism, like laying it out for your ass. We're not going to be blaming our medication for your shitty ass views, girl. Lots and lots of people take these meds and they don't wake up being anti-Semitic or xenophobic or racist or transphobic or any of the other phobias that Roseanne Barr holds deep in her heart. She's just a piece of shit. Y'all need to accept and acknowledge that. Stop trying to blame it on other shit. White people love passing their bullshit off on basically anything else. Like Jimmy Fallon talking about, oh, well, everybody is just being so mean. She needs compassion. She needs empathy and care. Don't, don't nobody care. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Roseanne needs to focus on her goddamn self. Log off and shut the fuck up. The med- <clears throat> Ambien don't have nothing to do with this. It ain't no other medication that you could possibly own that has anything to do with this. You are simply racist. That's all. You are just that person. It's in your soul. You are that girl. Accept it. Take responsibility for it and move on with your fucking life. That's it. I'm done. All right. What you got? So I'm going to try and make this short and sweet as well. Yeah, we've been in here for a hot ass minute. Um, so first of all, I want to say... You want some more of this wine? Sure, why not? Yeah, let's do that. Um, so... Hmm, where to start? Okay, so first of all, mighty fuck you to whoever Kanye West is, um, as well as Pusha T. Um, this nigga changed Pusha's album cover, Ooh. I guess at the very last minute, and allegedly spent $85,000 mm. on a photo of, I think that Bobby Brown's sister sold to a tabloid, um, of one of Whitney Houston's bathroom that was like all a mess and had drugs all over the place and stuff like that. They, you know, doctored it up and put a couple of filters on it or whatever, and that is now uh pushes album cover. Yep. The fact that you the fact that you would take a photo that is like demeaning and hurtful and and displays like a dark moment or place in someone's life, someone who is so treasured by so many people, but past that, a real human being with family and people that still care about her, right. who a daughter who was so devastated by losing her mother that has like lost her own life behind it too. People still grieving over this right. woman. And for whatever reason, you decided that you just wanted to you like put this as this motherfucker's album cover and call it art. Based off of what? Trish. You ain't Whitney Houston. You are not Whitney Houston's motherfucking relative. I hardly believe that you ever knew Whitney Houston like that or she ever motherfucking knew you. What gives you the motherfucking black ass right? What? What is it? And this is another reason I say that I'm not even really feeling pusher right now because of that. Like, you really sitting up here in front of Angie Martinez and stuff talking about, oh, yeah, I liked it. And, like... I just didn't want to pay for it and blah, blah, blah. Right, that was his issue. He wasn't morally opposed. He was like, $85,000 is a crazy price and I'm not going to pay it. But like... First of all... Nigga... You worried about whether or not Adonis is being paid for. I bet you a picture of Adonis (laughs) is worth more than $85,000. That's what you need to be thinking about. Secondly, I'm tired of whenever it's convenient for Kanye West and his white family, they want to talk about his financial struggles and things like that. But then you out here paying $85,000 for a picture of somebody else that you don't know that's been long been dead. 
For what? Hype. Mm-hmm. Propaganda. Yep. Jaw jackery. Honestly, for for the for the bullshit behind it, for the drama. You did it so that the internet would be riled up and angry. Like that sounds straight out of the Kardashian playbook. And so of course Kanye is reading from and that's it. why I'm like, I'm just praying for Miss Tiana Taylor. I hope she ain't walking down the same fucking like walking down the Child, same hall because you really sitting it. up here knowing full well that you can't go up against Kanye West or saying oh no I'm not feeling this or nah nigga I would have called that nigga back or sent a text or an email and said if you release this album take my name off of it and my vocals thanks a bunch I won't be promoting it I don't have nothing to why would I ever get but I could never get behind something like that like you really allowing this nigga in the midst of his madness and his MAGA bullshit to make decisions for you and sitting up here in front of motherfuckers that know better acting like you living for it? Like, the fuck? Mess. It's a hearty fuck you to Kanye for that shit. Push has to get a fuck you. I loved the response to Drake, and I'm here for the rest of the bullshit. But you got to take that fuck you as well, because that's complete. I will and never not be mad at that. Bullshit. Never. Bullshit. If it was one of your family members that was six feet under that died a tragic death, and somebody else just took their fucking photo, took the photo, mm-hmm. or some like horrible photo yeah. from their life that wasn't even made public by them, mind you. Right. Like somebody else that also not really related to Whitney after she died took this and sold it just for some money and now you trying to uh, get this nigga to buy it and like use that as another way to get some promotion as if you weren't already gonna diss Drake and hop off of the way for that both y'all could sit on the egg yes next um I want for Kim Kardashian to know (laughs) that oh no (laughs) look stop trying to Kris Jenner Kanye West right now like Take that nigga to whoever needs to be dunking him into some holy water or whatever it is. Like, or just leave us alone. Stop trying. When Donda's house, Rhymefest, whoever let out that statement, I don't know what everybody else read. What I saw was a statement that said, Kanye West is very clearly losing his whole entire black ass mind. We don't know that nigga. Yep. And we know that our in, our our organization is named after his mother. We want to remind you of all the amazing things that his mother has done and that our mission has always been and will always be to help the youth in Chicago. Please do not, while you are pissed at Kanye West, turn your backs on us and the kids in Chicago. Yes. We still need donations. We still need support. We still need like for our, our, our foundation in our organization to get the help and the service that it needs. We ain't here for all that fuck shit that we talking about. And quite frankly, that nigga ain't even been around like that anyway. So just to let y'all know, we need some money. It's real out here in Chi-Town. If you could help the girls, we would appreciate it. That's what I read. Yeah, same. So you girls can correct me if I'm wrong. I know you're going to do it whether I want you to or not. <laughs> but that is what I got. I know Ryan Fest also said something to Drake about you know like if you could donate too that would be great when he did the whole thing about the invoice or whatever but like it never <laughs> yes I never saw like an attack on Kanye West's character and like fuck this nigga and we're using Donda against him or to shame him or whatever so while your wife is coming out of nowhere talking about rhyme fest and his fake Yeezys and all of this other materialistic Stupid shit bitch. talking about um um, I, I just give us the foundation or whatever, and I our kids will run now, it. You better believe like, I will take it. Right, I will take the foundation and have my kids Let run my it. Let my children wind. run it. Your five year old and your three year old and your infant bitch. 
Those children? The ones that you said you would make sure they didn't see race? God damn. Those black kids? I hate her so Those? much. Those? Ugh, she's so awful. Stop trying to Chris Jenner, your fucking husband, right now. He's lost his mind. And, like, contrary to your belief, y'all white. We don't have nothing... <laughs> We don't want to hear nothing from y'all. I don't know why you taking Ooh. your ass down to the White House to talk to those girls about alleged prison reform. <laughs> I want to hear Hell no. the speech that Kimberly Kardashian has prepared for the White House on prison reform. What could you possibly have to say? The closest that you could have possibly have had to some sense on the topic is the nigga that you married to and we already know that he ain't got much to say because he thinks slavery is a choice. Right. So what are you talking about? Rub that nigga's feet and give him some head or whatever the fuck it is that you do with that nigga, send him nudes and leave the rest of the, us the fuck alone because you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you stepping in or trying to support your man or whatever you are better off allowing him to fight his own battles and dig his own motherfucking grave because you didn't say anything that made any motherfucking sense. If not, you made yourself sound even fucking stupider. And then once again, <laughs> coming out afterwards talking about, let me break it down. Rhyme Bitch, fest. what are you going to do? Da, da, da. You're not going to do nothing. Do? Talking about he wasn't good enough to be on Kanye's album. Wouldn't be no Kanye without Rhyme Fest, you dizzy bitch. And I still don't want to hear it. I still don't want to hear it. Moses could be on it. I don't. I'm still not going to listen to it. So what the fuck Trash. is you even talking about? Shut up and do your show and your lip gloss and your husband and children thing. I don't need to hear you talk about anything that has to do with any like real black shit out here. Because you don't know about it. You've never known about it. And you're never going to know given the resources you got. So mind your white ass Kardashian, Kardashian business over there. And shut the fuck up. Like prison reform, you dummy talking about we gonna take it away why wasn't y'all running it to begin with why isn't something why isn't we all know how Kanye felt about his mama why is it that the organization you founded to support her legacy why is that not Kanye's number one priority as because far as he business was going matters through. is concerned personal financial Girl. issues personal and he financial issues he bitch. just spent 85 grand on a picture of Whitney right, Houston's so I don't bathroom hear it. for another nigga's album cover Woo. shut your whole face are you serious? Trash. Donda's House, I just want y'all to know that... Oh, they're I, no longer called Donda's right, House. Right, I can't wait for them to change their name legally and legally divest from the Kardashian West because I got a $5,000 check with y'all name on it as soon as you do. Please. I'm just making it out to anybody other than Donda's House. <laughs> anybody So just but let that. me know when you've changed your name because I cannot wait to help support the youth of Chicago, which is evidently the work you've been doing. And... Uh, I think that is incredibly admirable and why Kanye and Kim act like they are above that or they don't understand why like they she really got on the internet caping for her man like this organization wasn't dealing with so much shit and like threatening to sponsors threatening to pull out and people threatening to yank support because Kanye's dumb bitch ass is over here talking about slavery was a choice and you talking to this nigga about fake shoes Child. and beats and all this other shit and the nigga still came and responded by like hey like hey girl hey Kim so great to hear from you here's my response um if you would like to take this and do the work do that y'all promised to do for Chicago, please do it. That's always been the black ass bottom line right. for us. We don't mind if North and Chicago and Saint all pitch in as well. Just do what the fuck it is that we plan on doing from the get go. Right. And now you want to come back and talk about financial issues and shit like that again. Financial like, issues. Like we did not just hear from this nigga Pusha about where Kanye is spending his Coming own ass money. Coming from a Kardashian. 
We really supposed to accept financial issues as the like as an reason. explanation. Shut up. Coming from that fucking family. Bitch, what? Coming from Kanye West, we don't want to hear it. What financial issues? How many opioids was Kanye on to be on to have financial issues? Explain that. And then explain why Kanye didn't take a picture of his own damn drug supply. Like, and put that on Pusha's album. Why wasn't that, your opioid prescription Child. the cover of Pusha's Fuck album? Kanye oh, what is Bumba Pussy Ross class, nigga. Ron Fest said, you can take the name. We're going to do the work regardless without your stinking ass name. And you know who don't deserve this? Dr. Donda. She don't. She don't deserve this. But her son is just pure fucking garbage, and his wife is the same. And what really tickled my soul was the, was when Ron Fest was like, as someone who actually met Dr. Donda West, right. I was like, oh, oh, mm, Someone damn. who knew her. Because I think we all know she would have hated your bitch ass. I think we all know it, girl. And that must be really hard for you to, it must be hard for you to sleep at night knowing that. That you had your talking about you trying to use my husband's my husband's mom's name to shame him or Girl, whatever, whatever. No, your husband did that. Here. Your husband shamed his mama by disrespecting her legacy the way he did. She certainly didn't raise him to be this type of fuck nigga. He just developed that from being rich and out of touch for entirely too long. That's my opinion. That's where I think he got that shit from. So. I'm, I cannot wait for that organization to legally change their name and have nothing to do with those two people and continue to do the work of helping the youth in Chicago because that's who this is supposed to be about. Not Kim Kardashian and her hurt-ass white feelings. Don't nobody give a fuck about you. You stupid-ass bitch. How are you making this about you and then bringing the kids into it? And I'm like, girl, what? Isn't this supposed to be about the underprivileged children in Chicago who need access? About Not at that. all. Not at all. If you really cared, you would have reached out privately after your husband said that stupid slavery is a choice shit and Donda's house started like receiving all of these different like, oh girl, I don't know if we can continue to donate to this organization. This is very fucking trash. We can't support Kanye West. This is garbage. You would have reached out then and been like, what can we do? It wouldn't have been years of them struggling to operate financially or whatever else. Y'all, it would have been the first thing that y'all took care of. And the thing is like, the money it must take to operate Donna's house would be a drop in the bucket from them two motherfuckers. It really would. It I would be a drop in the bucket. And there's no way I would establish a foundation named after my mama and not have that be a top priority in my life. So just fuck the both of them, man. Fuck both of y'all. Absolutely. Fully hearted. Last, like, I just have three really quick things. Um, first of all, the nerve and the audacity of Katy Perry to talk about uh, Meghan Markle's wedding dress and what? fitting or whatever. You didn't see when Katy Perry said something no. about, oh, I would have gone to another fitting or something about I'm behind on white Meghan news. Markle's uh, wedding dress or whatever. Girl, Sweetie, shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you showed up to the VMAs in oh. matching tacky denim suits well, well. with a literal wigger named Riff Raff. <laughs> We're unconcerned. Yes, wigger. <laughs> Also, Instagram, I need for you to know that y'all are out here uh, sponsoring scams. Y'all got ads on here like that. I don't know how many scams there are, but I have seen multiple like ads for mobile games that are clearly not the game they're selling. Like I've seen ads on there that'll be like some either some game that's coming out for console and they're acting like it's this app 
or whatever that's available on on Apple Store or Android or whatever, and it's clearly not. Or I have seen stuff that someone just clearly made real quick on their computer, and they're trying to sell it and act like it's a game that it isn't. How we were already quite over the sponsored shit when you implemented it, but you know, I gave y'all room and space. It costs money to run those things. You got to make money, cool, whatever. The least that you could do if you're going to have sponsored ads or whatever call it go up on people's feed is make sure that they're not out here trying to sell people complete bullshit last but not least i'm tired of seeing these uh dumbass arthur memes about people's um zodiac sign and how they apologize have you seen those how aries apologizes oh, and then it'll yeah, be yeah. like some shit that's clearly not an apology all of y'all niggas know good and goddamn well that they ain't got <laughs> nothing to do with your zodiac you just rep it for whatever the fuck your ass was born and talking about we don't really apologize they're literally all the same <laughs> meme with a different fucking sign attached to it i just believe that all of that shit is bullshit i did see that meme None of them are real. It's just be like, Gemini, how Gemini's apologize. Bitch, I wasn't wrong, and you're a fake-ass <laughs> bitch anyway. Call me. And it's just rewritten over and over. Over and over and over again. How Taurus apologize, and it's just a blank sheet of paper. Like, <laughs> I get it, but no. A mess. And I'm done. That's All it. right. Amen. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read, and follow us at thisistheread.com. Um, Toronto! We will be in your city on Saturday. Uh, very excited to talk about how Drake maybe has disappointed you guys. I don't oh. know. How are you feeling? Well, yeah, figure out your yeah, feelings. Yeah, we'll talk about your feelings this weekend um, in Toronto. Um, so, yes, I think there are still tickets. Not totally sure. Um, but at thereadlive.com for that. Also, we will be at the Teen Vogue Summit on Friday. Um, for those of you who have tickets, that is the day that we will be doing our... I don't know. It's not a presentation. We'll just be up there talking to you guys about things that are matter that Team matter and are things. important. So, do you have any news this week? Yes, you can get tickets to my summer party 305 live at fury305.com. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great time and it's always super super fun. Um I think it's also Pride weekend, so Oh yeah, it was I think last it's year. It's going to be a whole lot going on that weekend and I'm very very happy about it. So, make sure that you go over to Fury305.com and get tickets. I will see you there. Don't worry if you're not in New York because I've got plans for other places as well. But if you're in the area, then I would definitely come because if you're around New York or close, bitch, I'm not talking about you. But... I mean, if you're anywhere else and you want to come, just come. Come on through. It's going to be a great time. We're going to dance and, and twerk and maybe I'll throw water balloons at you. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. It's going to be a good time. Also, I want to start like a little thing at the end where I start suggesting video games for you guys to play for the week. Okay. Um, I wanted to call it The Plug, but I think that's the name of a D, an ESPN podcast and I'm not going to pay them for that. So <laughs> Okay. Um, so I'm playing this new game. It is called Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human. Uh, I don't remember when they put this game on my radar, but I knew that I was going to buy it instantly because you can play as Jesse Williams. But basically, (laughs) it's set in Detroit, uh, in a not-so-distant future. You have to play as three different kinds of androids. If you've ever seen, like, an artificial intelligence movie show, like Terminator, Deus Ex Machina, Westworld, then it's kind of predictable. But... 
It's really, really great. Has kind of like some like racial undertones and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Jesse is great. And it's like one of the it's almost like a choose your adventure book. First of all, it looks amazing. Like, the graphics and things look like a real-ass movie. But think that you're playing a movie. And you choose where you're going to go or what you're going to do and things like that that affect the whole story. You could lose a character. They could die. I think you would actually enjoy it. What's it called? Detroit Goes Wild? Detroit... Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human. What what platform is it on? On PlayStation 4. Um... Oh, what's the guy's name that played Marcus on Scandal? Do I have a PlayStation 4? You do. Unless okay. you gave it away. By no, I still I didn't know if that was a 4 or what it was. Um, uh, Cornelius Smith Jr. He's also in it, which shocked me. I was surprised by that. Um, but yeah, it's a really good game. The story is interesting. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of like a mystery slash thriller. And you get to choose how everything is going to go. So it kind of inspires you to play it all over again and see how things would go if you did things differently. So oh, so okay. Really fun not too long so it's not like a huge commitment I think a lot of you will enjoy it and that's what I've been playing this week along with The Sims well I'm still in the middle of I'm still busy with Breath of the Wild I've decided to do the Trial of the Sword I'm on the final trials so um, just really focused on that that's like my main oh this guy's from Detroit thing that I'm working on these days also um, check out I recently visited Portland and oh yeah um, which was so lovely Portland (laughs) Bless their hearts. They're so sweet. I was like, I swear I've been here before, but I was thinking of Seattle. <laughs> but it was just, it was a very, um, I actually had a really good time. I was I was surprised at how much fun I had in Portland, but I did an episode of the On She Goes podcast again, which I have been on before, but check it out. It's season two, episode 10. It's called The Discomfort Zone, where uh, me and the ladies um, talk about the great time I had in Portland. So go check that out if you have not heard it already. Um, and I think that's it for me. Do we have an acronym this week? No, we do not have an acronym cool. this week. I just want to say shout out to Adonis one more time. And go and go and give us Adonis's voice and close out the sh- <laughs> <laughs> That shit took. I almost fell out my fucking chair, nigga. A little baby Jamaican. I'm not even. Just, good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. <laughs> Woo! Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.